Hello folks, hello folks. Welcome back to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. This is going to be episode 65. Um, we were joined with a new guest, uh, Jessica Habit, and, and a returning guest, our cousin Mono. He, uh, we got a lot of requests to have him back on, so appreciate them coming on. Uh, it was interesting because Jessica is about getting ready to go into the Navy, and Mono is getting ready to retire from the Navy after about 20 years. So it's it, it was it was cool, you know, kind of passing the torch, you know, giving her a lot of advice and and things. And we had really really interesting conversation. I really really enjoyed this one. It was a fun night, and I really hope you guys enjoy it too. So without any further ado, this is episode 65 of Stews and Booze. Okay, hey everybody, we're snoozing booze and we're back like a vertebrae. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Wicked clowns would like to say what's up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what's up, everybody? Like I mentioned earlier, we're here with, uh, I'll put it in post just so you guys, uh, Mono and Jess, or Jess is technically our re- recurring guest. However, she's one of those special ones that, that episode, <laughs> that episode never aired. If you remember, Lofi, do you remember that, that episode where her, she was on? And uh, we didn't end up airing it because it came out, it was like our, Oh, fourth night? No, the fourth hour, I think we were. We had recorded two previous ones with uh, the infamous... That yes, infamous podcast with Christine from earlier ones. Anybody who knows those shows will know. And then uh, and then we ended up... Christina. Making, that was Christina. Christina, excuse me. Christina, yeah. And you, you ended up coming through after the night, so we were all pretty wasted. And do you yeah. remember that? Like, yeah. we were just, like, I think we were talking... Really sh- low. We yeah. were talking shit about your your boss. Yeah. And, and then, and, yeah, it was like, we just didn't... Like, no, this, is, this isn't going up. Like, fuck that. I was embarrassed afterwards. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't think you should be posting that. Yeah, same, dude. So... You're technically uh, a recurring guest, but at the same time, you know... Uh, first official. Exactly, first official. And, of course, Mono, who's the infamous... Uh, I was just... I was telling everybody, like, damn it. I was telling everybody, like, you're one of the few guys that we get um, requ- straight-up request. We have you, Quadra, and Escobar. Like, when are you going to have them back on? That kind of thing. So, welcome back, <laughs> Mono. How are you doing, Thank you. I think it's going to be back. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead. Let me start real quick. Go ahead, love me. Oh, so how was your day, Jess? My day was good. Good. I just relaxed all day at the gym, then came here. What yes. did you guys do? Uh, work, unfortunately. Oh, work, yeah. Gotta do what you gotta yeah. do. I hit a dude named Jim. That counts. The guy? Oh, you hit <laughs> You hit one? Yeah, I hit a guy named Jim. Oh. It was weird. I hit on a guy named Jim. That's, that's funny, too. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> He didn't take it. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. To the Navy. To the Navy. Department of the Navy. How's that? And the Marine Corps. That's right. That's what's up. He knows what's up. We'll get into that real quick then. Um, and then continue on, obviously. Because I did want I did want to have you on, especially with him together. Actually, I wanted Doc Kennedy on, too, but he couldn't make it. But, uh, you know, just to give you a feel for just, uh, as everyone, no one knows yet, but you're got about ready to join the Marine, uh, join the Navy and you're yes. as a corpsman, as a corpsman, yes, yes. which the is Navy, for everybody, the, it's like the medics, uh, army medics or medical personnel, basically. Yes, yes. And, and my cousin Mono, as from people know from previous episodes is about doing his 20, almost up with 20 years as a corpsman. Uh, that's crazy. So it's kind of it's this uh, birthing new life slash. <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm making it philosophical. <laughs> like that. The circle of life. Yeah, the circle. <laughs> of life. As one exits, one enters, and that yeah. kind of thing. Yes. Well, that that sounded sexual. I think I don't know. <laughs> but you know, kind of like poop and gay sex, right? Yeah, that's exactly oh, what it is. No. Yeah. Put them together, and you get some German Brazilian oh, popcorn. <laughs> this girl knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> all I heard from that, what you said was, I could eat out all night. <laughs> what you said? What you said? She's fitting right in. 
She said it wasn't no, ready. I'm going to need a lot of alcohol. Oh, <laughs> I heard what I wanted to hear, I think, right? Selective hearing? Yeah, I guess so. It must have been. <laughs> so, actually, I got one to give you the wheel front, and actually, if you wanted to do some advice or just let her know what's up to go. I mean, I could only do so much for it in military-wise. Yeah. You have specific details on yeah. Corman specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how old are you? 23. 23. So, yeah, you're not the 18, 19-year-old, so that's yeah. good. Um, and then wh- why did you choose medical instead of uh, anything else? Man? Well, I'm um, majoring in nursing. I've always okay. wanted to do medical. Oh, that's kind good. of where my passion is. So I've always wanted to do military as well. So it kind of was best of both worlds where they met in between. Mm-hmm. I had my heart set on Corman. Like, that's all that I wanted. That's good. That's good. That's good. You, you went in there smart because I know when I went in, I actually wasn't always a Corman. I was a different job. I was a Bolsa man. I don't know. You probably uh, hear about mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I joined Corman's awesome, awesome job. But yeah. that's good because it's an easy path to go to nursing because you're literally in the medical field. And then yeah. and then you kind of see what nursing is. Because a lot of times people join, they think they want to do something. When they actually see it, they don't actually like they it. And they go a different route. But, I mean, it's good. So you'll be exposed to all the... Yeah. You're essentially going to be doing a lot of the same stuff that a nurse is going to be doing. Mm-hmm, like taking vitals. Taking vitals, taking care of patients, just depending where you're at. You know, uh, you know especially when you're in the... If you forget to go to the field, you're going to do a, be able to do a lot more. When you're in a hospital setting, you're kind of restricted to what you can do. And that's exactly what I want to do. Like yeah. You're able to go either blue side, which is um, like hospital, mm-hmm. and, or green side, which is you deploy with the Marines and you're actually on the field. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm interested in doing, FMTV Corman. Yeah. But I know I'm, I'm a small girl, yeah. so I don't know <clears throat> how much they'll let me really be on the field with them yeah you'll 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 it's it just depends on you i mean if you're they don't care if you're small or big okay. they're gonna expect you to do the job i mean yeah. if you're assigned to this unit you're gonna you should be able to pick up the 130 pound marine and the 250 pound one it's gonna be expected I mean, yeah, so it's, exactly. it's your call whether you know how you perform but you're with the opportunity yeah so mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's fun but yeah as far as deployment are you uh kids married anything like that no none okay that's that makes things a lot easier mm-hmm. just uh um i'm gonna will tell you i i left when i was Literally, I signed up at 17 and a half, and I was right out the door. So and it was easy for me. It was, you know, just family, but it was fun to be away. He had kids, so it was a little more difficult for him. So it's, it should be an easy transition for you because you literally have nothing to tie you back. So yeah. that's good. No kids. Did no you have someone to tie you back earlier on? Oh, yeah. Steve, Steve <laughs> asked all the good questions. Let's get it out of the way. Did you, did you uh, put out some lemonade or what? <laughs> Beehive? I was sipping on the lemonade. Hashtag no. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I had someone of eight years, and he tried to stop me. Oh, from joining? Uh, yeah. He oh, really? He's out. A, he actually is Alcadian, so that's what was going on. Oh, yeah. They're trying to, uh-huh, they're yes. trying to recruit oh, yeah. you to you. Yeah. No, he <laughs> wasn't. He was Mexican. Oh, he looked Alcadian, though. He looked or whatever, but he, <laughs> he tried to. He tried to get in my way and stop me, and he yeah. really tore it down. He really started saying some really disrespectful things about the military in our country and people mm-hmm. in it, and it got to a point that I, I just I couldn't Is he a Trump supporter anymore. or something? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I don't know. But was this uh, something for you that was like a straw on the camel's back? Or was this like, okay, this is it. Completely, I'm done. Like, what was it for you? Uh, I would say both. Okay. Uh, I was trying to put up with it in the beginning because I thought I could, you know, get him to understand. So I would find myself having to bend over backwards and find ways to... Um, tell him how this is a good dream how this is legit how this is a good plan because he would always shoot it down i would try to say i'd use the example of you know when you go to corman school i said if i would only do five years once i come out i'd be able to do i'd be able to take the test and be an lvn or be a personal trainer or a phlebotomist or respiratory tech i try to use that i try to find so many different outlets to Mm. prove to someone how this was a good this was my dream 
Yeah, and he would always constantly shoot it down. And it just got to a point one day, I think we were supposed to have a good day. We were celebrating something that I did in school, an accomplishment in school. We were celebrating, and it came up in a really stupid way. He, I think he said, like, oh, what happens if when when I when you come back if I have a tattoo? Something something bullshit like that. And I said, <laughs> so? Like, what does yeah. that matter? What if I get a tattoo when I'm gone? Because yeah. at first I was going to do reserve so that I could stay with him. Uh-huh. And what if I have one? He, well, what would you get? I'm not sure, like something of the Navy, like a corpsman. I'm, I don't know. Dragon, you never know. eating a snake, fighting an eagle. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he just, he was like, uh, oh, that, that's the stupidest thing you could ever do, like uh, marking your body of this horrible country. What? Exactly, wow. exactly. Well, he has, he's, I don't know, some of this. It was something along those lines of, yeah. I, like, I'd be ashamed if I had this horrible country tattooed on my body. And I, I was so insulted that yeah. I thought, well, I'm joining my life for it don't you think that's a little bit deeper than just ink yeah and he just was he said something really derogatory like oh i'd be ashamed or he said something really bad and it was like the straw that broke the cat's yeah. back at once i heard that i'm thinking i i give up like, yeah uh, there's this is like an anchor like literally i need uh, to just cut it off and, and you're like anchors away by a friend yeah. that's <laughs> she learned what that is in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this three months from now <laughs> yeah uh you know okay i'll come back to this to that subject a little bit more after you've had a few more drinks but, uh, <laughs> but that leads me to a good like uh, discussion because i've always had a pet peeve with this like you know you guys are familiar with that whole uh, uh flag challenge where they stomp on the american flag oh. and oh, post yeah. it on it, it it's so it, it it does like here's the thing it makes me a little upset and like oh, okay whatever what makes me more upset are the videos countering that the videos where it's somebody usually in the military usually a veteran that goes like if you don't like the, if you don't like my country you can get out and stuff like that. Those actually piss me off because it makes us look so dumb. And I the way what I'm trying to say is like uh like uh there was one video I saw specifically and it was like a, a veteran like a uh, Gulf War veteran you know just a little uh, war and torn and he was like I didn't I didn't fight for this country so you can step on this flag and my, but I fought for it and I was like man no that's literally why we fought for this country yes. so you can be an idiot and do this to this disrespectful country no other country could you get away with that. I mean that's not true a few other countries but I'm saying there's a lot of countries where you could not get away with doing anything disrespectful to your government making a meme of Trump is already you're out the door you know yeah. making a meme of anybody in the government Obama but stopping the American flag like no this is actually literally why we're doing this they don't get it but they don't have to get it. They're they're they're, they're going to be known as the idiots. We're the ones who are. We're the like if you get an an ink tattoo of your this this country. country. Yes, exactly. Quote unquote horrible uh-huh. country. No, like we fought for the fact that you can be a we dumbass. Fought for their freedom, so you can be happy, be yourself. So you can be that dumbass to be disrespectful for this country that you don't understand. It is that kind of thing, you know. That that's why I was like, oh, that that hit it. Like it reminded me of that when he said that. Like he's just one of those yeah, guys now. Like that's just, just one of the dumbass. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. You know. Yeah. And parents just don't understand that you're like ew why would i at that point so it made like, you look at him kind of like a yeah, lesser, yeah way less and i thought no i'm bigger i'm grown I, up now yeah i've grown i've I grown you is bigger than this relationship <laughs> yeah that's what i said like it's almost like you've outgrown him and you just realized it right yeah, there and a lot of people a lot of relationships you, they never get to that point where you're still stuck in that same relationship where we're over. Like, man, I've outgrown you, and you're still in that same person yeah. that I was with five years ago. What the fuck am I doing in this relationship? You know? Yeah, no drive or something like that. Yeah. Especially so early in your career, it's good not to not make a, um, you know, make, make a change your career path over, you know, someone perspective in your life or something like that. Yeah, go explore. I mean, you're doing the Navy, travel the world, do all that stuff. Yeah. Don't let 
don't let some potential guy that I talked to you a couple years ago change it or something like that. Um, go explore it. When you're in 10, 15 years, then you can start making those decisions. But right now, you're so young in your career. I mean, ex- join the Navy for what it is. I mean, there's no war right now. Essentially, I mean, just people going out, but nothing serious. Peace so, time, yeah. yeah, I mean, go join the Navy. Like when I joined, man, I was I was going all over the world. I mean, I come back and tell these guys stories about everywhere. everywhere. Um, not till later on you start having combat tours, but uh, I mean, explore, go see the world, you know. And then and then after that, after 10, 15 years, then you start making decisions. Well, you know, I'm getting pretty serious with this person, then I'll stick around in this area and whatever it is that you yeah, want to do. But I so early, just join the Navy, go be on your own for a bit. And That's what I decided, fun. and then. Later that night, like, usually I'm the type that um, I'm real feisty, so if he pisses me off, like, I'll argue or I'll fight. Yeah. This time I didn't. This time I was like, okay. Like, it really was a straw that broke the camel's back. I just stayed quiet. And I think he realized that he messed up because he tried to tell me something like, oh, yeah, even my parents asked me if I'm going to let you join. And I heard that in the car. I was like, excuse me? And it also yeah. was like, he's never going to change his mind because this is how he was born. Some people, some uh-huh families believe like the woman is supposed to stay behind the woman she can't work she can't do this or that well i agree I with that, that so let's that, not get yeah, too much yeah i mean she's saying yeah. <laughs> I just oh you agree with no. that oh maybe i should leave but um yeah and it, what's actually really funny is what your story where you're telling me don't let anybody stop you don't let anybody hold you back yeah. it's funny because this is a separate kind of story but mm-hmm. there's someone that i became friends with that i guess maybe got the wrong idea yeah i don't know what happened Oh, he's um, a guy, and you're a girl. That's what happened. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I known him for a little over a week. Yeah. And oh, that's a long time in in <laughs> friend zone years. <laughs> does, he know, does he know you just broke up? Yeah, he got. What a coincidence! I told him that. Hey, I just got out of eight year eight year relationship. Why did you tell him that? You should have told him that. That's why he's got these. Because then like, he knows, like, like yo, like no, that, that's out. he's getting that. Oh, okay, come and get oh, you. Oh know. no! Yeah, it's it's just, it's just a guy. It's just some some guys think that way. It's like. Oh, I'm out of a commitment. That's an invite for me. Yeah, because some girls like it. to bounce from that. No, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah. It's just some guys think like that. Just like some girls think that way. You know, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, but it's gonna be your job to tell them that. I, I literally did. want nothing. The, you know? I, I told him that. I said that, and I'm I said, lesbian. Hey, You're I, like, I, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm shipping out in two months. Like I'm yeah. basically a dead end. Like why would you want to? Well, that's tech. You know what? You're doing it the completely wrong way because yeah. you're actually saying like, "Fuck, I can be fucking for free, no, without having to be in oh, a relationship." No, fuck that. You no, know, I'm, obviously you're not that girl, but yeah, he's no. in his head. He's like, "Oh my god, do you know?" He's like jackpot. Yeah. No, because I'm. I told him, "Hey, you need to back off. I'm not interested like that. I'm not in a position to pursue anyone." I told him. In black and white, like, yo, this is the way that it is. Yeah. And what he told me, uh, I tried to be nice, and I tried to say, oh, you know, you're a nice guy and everything, but the root of the problem is I'm leaving, and there's, I have no choice. I already signed the papers. I swore in. This is my decision. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I can't change it. That's the way that it is. And he tried to tell me, oh, well, you know, you really do. He stayed quiet, and he's like, well, you really do have a choice. You don't <laughs> it took him that to long go. to say that. <laughs> like, you don't the have to go. Actually, yeah. it, it only counts until you're on the bus or whatever. Uh-huh. Meeting, and then That's technically true, actually. By the way. I know it yeah. is true. I know it is true, but it's the point that people really think that they can just walk in yeah. and change your mind, and yeah. you're gonna like leave your career for some guy. For this guy that just you know, like, yeah, it's, it's all arrogant. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I heard that. I'm thinking the audacity. Like you have the nerve to even. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Something is because you're gonna be so young in your career. My first two years were all simply schooling. It was whether it's a camp, uh, you know, a boot camp, and then a school, mm-hmm. and then if you didn't, if you want to specialize, you're gonna go that FMTV. So you're gonna be going two years of school. You're gonna get slammed with that. There's gonna be guys in the military. They're gonna every duty station you go to. They're gonna be just like that. 
to a young girl, oh, I heard from the gay friend that she's single. Everyone's gonna attack you. So you gotta get used to it, and you gotta put up that. Uh, it's just it's just the truth. It is just the truth, and you gotta tell people that, you know, I'm not into this right now, and you'll know eventually you after a while. Because a lot of times you're gonna go to the same people. You're gonna go with the same people, the same training. Eventually, some people will you know go with different training. But uh, I mean, just uh, I mean, get a good group of friends and that understand your situation. Yeah, but yeah, you're gonna you, you will be you will be oh, deflecting uh you will be deflecting a lot of guys that because. It didn't even matter. It's it, the military. It, it wouldn't know, matter if happens. you were. To be honest, it wouldn't matter if you were married. If you had kids, you're gonna get it like even more. Almost sometimes, it's not gonna matter. Especially if you do. If you go. If you go assigned to a marine unit, marines don't have any. Any like for the most part, uh, like four maybe. I saw in my entire career four female marines. They don't really have any female marines. So you're gonna be bombarded with this guy after guy hitting on you, or and it's not maybe even just like even serious hitting on you, but it's like what you might consider sexual harassment. <laughs> it's not oh, really, but that yeah. yeah, I mean it's not like they're gonna be telling you something, or you're gonna overhear a lot of shit. Yeah. You're gonna overhear a lot of like like on the podcast. <laughs> you, you listen to the podcast, you listen to the, to, to the jokes that they say, something that normally in society you're not, but it's it's all military based for the most part because he's uh-huh. been around military all his life for the most part or, or adult life. He's been in and I've been 20 years. So there's a certain mm-hmm. level of um, you have to have thick skin. You have to. You, oh, yeah. you must. Yeah. Or else if you're that person that gets offended, you're going to be alone the whole time. Yeah. You, so you, time. you, um, I mean, it's, it'd be nice to not happen, but you have to accept the fact. And I'm telling you, I know it will happen. People yeah. are going to approach you and you just have to get a thick skin. No, no, this and that. You're going to be at a party and it's just going to fucking happen. And the level of jokes, different jokes is just, uh, they're going to be joking around stuff that may normally offend any person else. But in the military, it's. Literally, I mean, we can joke about anything, yeah, any ba- single babies. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's worse than that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so just, I mean, it's and like I'm telling you, discourage you. I'm just telling you, I would do it all over again. I had the time of my life. It was the best decision I made. But there's gonna be some. Now, and I was a young guy, you know, the girl, and just from my seeing different shipmates, you know, go through it. It's uh, you know, it can be kind of a, uh, it can be kind of hard in the beginning, you know, especially when it's uh, a young girl going in, you know, no, not married, single. It's just it's gonna happen, but you just gotta you gotta learn have thick skin and and you need to learn to deflect them. Because as a corpsman, especially if you're a central marine unit, you're gonna have drink spot for you as a dude corpsman. Now that you're a girl corpsman, you're gonna have you're never gonna have to pay for a drink in your life. So I don't know if that's good or bad in your case. <laughs> just don't overdo it. Don't like we've known again. you've done like me. <laughs> you guys have known. That was about a month hey, ago. Hey. Let's, let's lighten it up. Well, about a month ago. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Steve. Just. Uh, we went to a, what club did we uh, go to? Los Globos? Los Globos. I have no fucking idea where the fuck we were at. It was a two-room <laughs> club, and on the top was 80s, and the bottom was 90s, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of fun. We, yes. we were having a lot of good times. I had a great time until But one stuff. drink turned into three or four for her, Ooh. and before you know it, I'm putting on my jacket with throw-up in it. Oh! <laughs> oh is the same. Uh, same. Really? <laughs> that, I, much, I, that much vomit, huh? <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember it much. Just, I went downstairs for a little bit to dance with Jackie, and then I came back up, and then uh, I thought you were having a good time the next thing no you were you were out of nowhere then she's in the corner with loaf kind of comforting her like oh shit and so and then uh and i noticed the trash can had moved to right next to her (laughs) (laughs) that i don't remember but you remember being downstairs when we were all dancing and and you infamously fell yes i remember falling okay but the way she fell was uh like there was a group of girls 
Like I noticed she was stepping back, and then like before you know, she's like timbering. Like, yeah, so it was almost like she's like nine seconds for the Yes, exactly. So when I noticed it, I go to reach her and I can't, and I'm grabbing her. But what pissed me off slash made me laugh was there was a group of there was a group of girls behind her who were just looking almost like the Red Sea parted. They yeah. just let her fall. I was oh, like, yeah. what kind of fucking bitches are you? Like you know, well, they don't want to spill the drink. Yeah, it sounds like, like you fucking New Heels bros, fucking cunts out here, man. It was fun. I remember that. I remember thinking, oh, my God, did I just fall? And I asked Steve when he helped me up. I was like, Steve, did I just fall? Is that just what happened right now? Because I was having a great time. And then all of a sudden, it just hit me like that. Did you say just like that? Was was Steve, Steve, I love you, but did I just fall? Did I fall? Did I sound like No, you didn't slur at all. Actually. No, you, didn't slur. Yeah. you kept apologizing for, like, I'm so, I don't know what so happened. Yes, but you kept saying, like, oh, I don't know what happened. I'm like, I know what happened. We all know what happened. It's no big deal. You just, I was so what? embarrassed. To this day, you guys but, tell me, and I'm like, oh. But it's hilarious because you make it seem like either one of us were never in that situation. Like, literally, like, oh. at least once a week, every time, you know. Like, nothing. Dude, like, the, well, trust me, blackout sessions are a dime a dozen for you. <laughs> I mean, I had a great time. I, I'm glad that I can be my, like, get like that around you guys and you guys yeah. don't judge me because I kept apologizing because I thought you guys no, were judging no, no, like this bitch. Well, I'm no. just glad you don't remember any of the stories that I told you about I remember telling you the, telling you because that night to make you feel better I literally went and shit in an alley and I <laughs> yeah you remember this? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I was gone. Yeah, dude. Like I went. Like oh my god. I remember I pretended to make a phone call, so I left, and the bouncers let me go. And then uh, I went, and I'm looking around, like oh my god, there's no restroom anywhere. So I went to an alley. I did what, what I had to do. do. And when I came back, I went like I just it's not a big deal. I I just shit in an alley. It looked <laughs> like how embarrassing that means. You didn't you didn't believe me. And then I lifted up my pant leg, and I only had one sock. And I was like, see, look, I told you. And you don't remember. That? No, I don't. You started kind of laughing, and then you just threw up. I was like, all right. I just threw up again. I was like, like really? a military story. Yeah. Like, Monday afternoon, I went and got got drunk, shit in an alley, one sock. That's gonna, it you're was gonna, fun. You're yeah. going you're gonna to learn to drink. Oh, you're going to come back and outdrink me, I bet. Well, see, I don't think I have that bad of a tolerance. Yeah. Which is that night, I didn't have any anything in my system. No yeah. food, Well, you're going to have an even better tolerance when you, after, after a few trips. <laughs> I got to get ready. I got to practice. Take my drinks now. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. That's right. Yeah, priorities, priorities. How is a uh, boot camp for her or for you guys? Boot camp's not hard. It was a, uh, it was it was a joke. Obviously, you know the Marine boot camps, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. But ours is a, uh, ours not hard. I mean, I went back in '96, so it's a. Uh, I literally, I must have ran like. Damn, three, was it '96? '96 when I went. Three, four. Wait, what? The entire time, three or four times is all you ran? Oh yeah, yeah. It was, Dude, we went three or four times a day. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's it's different. Different RDCs. The company commanders are just different. There's guys that were known as the Rain Men that uh-huh. they beat down the coal company uh, because they did some stupid, and they're just it's like they're uh-huh. they're thrashing the them all day long. The pimples, yeah. Yeah. Where, us, yeah. where it's like the walls are sweating is that bad. Our guys were just, oh, you fucking dropped your rifle, could you got to do. 50 push-ups and mm-hmm. oh really that's it so it just it depends what it is i love boot camp it was the first time away from mom and dad so it was yeah. awesome i enjoyed it but it's it's not hard physically it's i, I actually want it to be kind of i'm looking for that challenge i'm looking for that and obviously i don't marines i know it's going to be a huge yeah. difference fmtv is a different story because you're going to have marine instructors and corpsmen green side of corpsmen instructors mm-hmm. and it's different there you're gonna well you're there you there, that's the closest thing to marine boot camp you'll have navy boot camps it is what it is it's it's more essentially an inconvenience. You're just away for two months, but uh, once you go to FMTV, which is for uh, Corman, right? For yeah, for the green mm-hmm. side. For the guys, you got to go to FMTV uh, before you go to any kind of marine unit. Uh-huh. 
right. so you're going to have marine instructors. That's where you guys get the EGA thing, right? Or no? Yeah, well, yeah, the little shield that we get yeah. um, before you go to a greenside unit, that's where you kind of graduate and they give it to you there. So right there, those six, seven weeks, that's where you, that's a, that's that'll be a physical that's challenge. That's like some CrossFit shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, every day you're just getting punished, you screw up, and you're literally getting punished three, four in the morning when you're in the field and doing stupid shit. Like I said, the closest thing there is to marine boot camp. Still not to the extent that there is. But it's uh, pretty close. I think that's just uh, pretty pretty much it, except for the beating beatings. <laughs> like, probably like, you guys don't get as many uh, like actual physically. They don't they don't touch you guys or anything. They right? physically touch you in Marines. Oh, for, oh man, like in right in. The, they yeah. entered him. I thought they don't. Do <laughs> 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 I thought they don't do that in the military at all anymore. Yeah, of course they don't. They, <laughs> they do. It depends on. Look like uh... It depends on the training that you're going, but they some some kind of training they will. Like I said, there's stuff that you do here in Camp Pendleton that, yeah, they can't touch. I'm sure when he was in the field and no one's looking, things happen. Well, that's oh, no. what you're saying. Yeah, it's not, it's not boot camp. I thought we were talking about boot camp. Oh, no, we're talking about boot camp. Boot camp is even worse than anywhere else because boot camp, they can get away with it easier than anywhere else. Yeah. Boot camp is where they're like, um, there's like, you fell, right? I fell, and then you don't say shit because you might get it worse, or you don't want to be a snitch because then you get it worse from everybody else. It's it's boot camp is the one where it's like almost cultish. It's so weird. That's the one where it's it's the closest. Full Metal Jacket. It's pretty fucking close to that. I mean, I mean, have you ever seen that film or anything like that? Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's it's. If you if anybody at home, it, it's pretty damn close to that. Yeah. That's an awesome movie. I mean, it amazing. Is, we should try yeah. to watch it. It's a Full Metal Jacket. It's amazing. The first. Was it 30, 40 minutes? The first hour. The and first then, hour is when, also... When they're in boot camp, well, yeah. What, what is it? A full metal? It's called Full Metal Jacket. Full metal it's about jacket. this kid that goes... Uh, it's, you know, the first hour is about these kids going through boot camp, and one of the kids is just going with piles. Uh-huh. They're a fat dude that Vincent is just a lackey. He's a piece of crap. They just thrash him every day. Yeah. Um, and then the second half is when they're in Vietnam or Korean yep, War. Yep, so Vietnam. Awesome movie. Amazing movie. But that first hour... Stanley Cooper. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, well, pretty accurate to what Marine boot camp is. And the reason why is because the drone instructor is an actual real drone instructor, Arlie Ermey. Oh, okay. He was actual gunner, gunner Sergeant Hart in the film. He's he's an actual real gun. He was a real drone instructor, a real Marine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he, 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 most of, almost, I think I heard he, like 50% of his lines were all improvised. So yeah. That's just him. Yeah. That's just him doing his regular drone instructor bullshit. It's very, very and he's hilarious, by yeah. the way. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. because that because of that single role that he did, a lot of people, he's they he made him an honorary gunnery sergeant. Infamous, yeah. I mean, no, no, he, he was a real good drill dr- instructor already. No, no, I heard, no, no, uh, heard he was staff sergeant, but oh. after that they made him an honorary gunnery sergeant. It makes sense, like yeah, yeah. 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 But he was actually, he actually still does like every, at least once a year. I know he does like a motor run with uh, with boot, actual boot camp, uh, you know, guys doing the. When they graduate, they do what's called a motor run, or motivation run, mm-hmm. and he he'll still do it with them and shit like that. Like he's yeah. still very very much involved in the military stuff. Uh-huh. Arlie Army, famous actor. You've probably recognized him. You've seen him, right? Yeah, yeah he has a TV show like on the military channel where they review... Mail call, right? Or Mail call. Or, or, so, he had a couple, actually. Yeah, I yeah. think he had one where he had special weapons and then one, mail call yeah. was the other one here. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, check the movie out. You'll, you'll get a better sense yeah, of it. Yeah, I'll have to look it up for sure. But you're going to have fun. I think so. You know what? I was thinking about that uh, just in general. Like... um for people who aren't born rich where they can travel the world at their expense, really, military is the way to go if you want to... Exactly. Like, you want to travel the world, join the military. Just how many friends do you know that, that travel all the time or been to other places that more outside their, you know... Uh, comfort zone. Outside their 50-mile comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. There's not... That's an amazing many. opportunity. When I, look, when, I, when I seriously looked into it and I saw all the pros, I thought, you know, there's there's no legitimate reason why I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Just went for it. And it's, it's awesome, yeah. 
I wouldn't have been able to travel to Iraq on my own dime. So. Oh, yeah. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's awesome. As far as the travel, it's amazing. Especially, uh, you know, most people want to do a greenside unit. Personally, I'm really, uh, I'm, I, I love the ship life. The ship life was awesome. Really? Where you get to... So you love to be deployed on a ship? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, it was just me and another corpsman on a, on a small frigate, about oh. 200 people. The, to this day, the best situation I ever had. I love being with the Marines because oh, it's yeah. the, the brotherhood, but... uh. Being on a ship, I got to learn a lot more and travel more yeah, so places than anywhere else. Please describe your experience on the ship because that's what oh, I'm fuck. most apprehensive about is how life's going to be on a ship. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It's uh, it's uh, um, it's not for everybody. Just like the military, it's not for everyone. So literally, if 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 you can stand being in this area, you know, something like this for you know nine months essentially. Close quarter space. You're gonna be fine. You know, your personal space. I mean, you have your own room or your apartment. Your personal space is literally the length of two of these tables put together. That is your personal space that no one can touch. Everywhere else, you're gonna be living with people. Literally, same thing, just someone on top of you and someone below you, and you guys have to share that square space. So it's uh, some people can deal with it, some people can't. If you're one of those people that you love going out and doing different shit. It might be a little difficult because there's going to be times where, I mean, the longest time we were ever out to sea and didn't touch land was about 60 days. That's a pretty long time. Yeah, where yeah. you're literally just floating That's every day life doing the exact same thing. You're just kind of sitting there out. Because sometimes the, the job, essentially, the job will be done for a couple of weeks and you're just literally just sitting there just like. Her waiting game. Yeah. So That's longer can, than Life of Pi and he went crazy. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're sitting there and you're just like, wow, it's like there's nothing to do. You know, some little things will pop over now. I know with medical. You know, you're, I remember the first, one of my deployments, the first month of deploying was the most boringest I've ever had in my life. Oh, yeah. You're sitting there because everyone's so new. Processing. You're, exactly. Yeah. And after a while, boom, someone got hurt. Oh, awesome. Cool. Someone got hurt in the ship. You got to go respond because you're, you're doing your thing. But once you fix them, it's like, all right, you're back to just sitting there like, mm-hmm. oh, what the hell. Until you start hitting port, you go to Hawaii, you go to Australia. It, it's all fun, but it's, uh, I, I loved it, but it, it, but it is uh, like the military. It's not for everyone because... Mm-hmm. You really have to be a certain type of yeah, person so, to be on a ship. Yeah, so that's how you would describe the person you're saying it's not for everyone. So the yeah, some people don't like it. Some people don't like it. Describe what characteristics you would need so that you'd be a good person. You got to be able to... Uh, Antisocial, maybe? Or even a, uh, not... Uh, you know, it's funny because let me let me uh, break it a little bit with a funny story and then we'll go back to it because okay. it's getting really somber. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's great, but I just don't want it to be too... Uh, what, buddy? Oh, by the way. Well, I, the, the close quarter spaces... I remember first time I was in a in a situation. No, it's not the first time we had boot camp and all, but first time in overseas, right? And I have my rack and it's bunk beds, right? And then I have his rack and my buddy Hernandez. We literally were head to head for whatever, however the bunk bed shaped up. So we made up some like a cardboard like from MRE boxes. MREs, you know, uh, MREs, right? Yes. Meals ready to eat. So we made a cardboard to have like a window so we wouldn't look at each other <laughs> while we're sleeping because it's fucking yeah, weird. So I remember like we literally had like I, I'd open it and then like, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, oh, hey, what's up, Miguel? And I was like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm going to jack off. Is that cool? And he's like, all right, and then go take a <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, so he'd go, go take a shit somewhere. I have a little time. And then vice versa, like, hey, hey, dude, I'm going to take care of business. So like, all right, man, I'm right. And I pretend to leave. Let and then I stay, I pretend to leave. Yeah, I I pretend to leave and then I stay there and listen. And then I jack off too. No, I'm kidding. That would happen. <laughs> no, but it's shit like that. Like, uh, if you're. That's, he's 100% right. And you're going to get irritated. Your best friend is, you're going to want to kill your best friend. I mean, like, whoever you're, if you, uh, man, how yeah, would. because you live and you work with these people, you do everything. But we had, people. we had guys like that that couldn't take it and they couldn't handle it. And they'd literally have, like, they'd have stressed out situation. And we'd, like, 
and honestly, we'd look at them as little bitches. Like, like, man, look. You you and they were all white guys. They were all white guys, by the way. Coincidence? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Coincidence? Because I'm white. You're Cuban. Get out of here. I'm Cuban and white, so half of me, half of me might go a little crazy. Oh, maybe. You gotta do stupid shit to make time go by. We had a funny story on my boat. So we were up. I was up in radio. Where they send out all the secret, all the traffic and all stuff like that, right? Okay. So we were, uh, we made a Ouija board out of a clipboard, okay? Right, so you know, you we, made a, a what? A Ouija board, you know, a Ouija, Ouija board. board. Out of, you have to re, be resourceful over there, so we didn't have one on there. We just made one out of a clipboard. So we're sitting there, uh, you know, someone wrote it down, so we're fucking doing, asking questions, and like, oh, is this kind of real? This and that. They had a magnifying glass, and we're just touching oh, and doing right? <laughs> So like, and one of the guys, I'm like, oh man, I don't like this. It's getting a little too real. Is this so he so fucking he, so he takes off and he goes over to, to have a cigarette. It's dark outside, right? So he goes out there to have a cigarette. I'm like, I kind of went behind him. He took a different route, so he went to a different smoke area, one that's right above the other one. Okay. And uh, I got to it first, so I'm sitting there. I was lighting up, and I see him. And he lights up, and then he, he takes the clipboard. He took it from there, and he threw it. The guy that got freaked out, he threw it. He threw it in the fucking water, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, all right, this is what I can do. I ran my – I fucking didn't even finish smoking. I ran back inside. I got him to the clipboard, and I fucking did another Ouija board. Yeah. Same thing, right? That night, and I ran to his I ran to his rack, and I put it underneath his pillow. Oh, I put it underneath his pillow. Yeah, I put it underneath his pillow. And the bad thing is I couldn't see it happen because he'd throw him off, right? Uh-huh. So I went to my rack, and the next day – they fucking, uh, one of the guys comes to the medical, oh, doc, doc, you gotta fucking check shit out. So they told me that he went, you know, to do his evening stuff, you know, he went to go drop a deuce, take a shower, get his stuff ready, boom, right? He's, uh, uh, you know, doing his bed and he's fluffing his pillow and then he kind of, he picks it up and he, he, they said, one of the guys that was sleeping on top of him was looking down as he was doing this, <laughs> uh, kind of peeking through. Yeah. They said that he got the fucking, he, he, he saw what the fuck it was and he pulled it out. He got white. <laughs> fucking white. And his nose started to bleed. And his fucking nose started to bleed. So he's in there doing this. And he jumped out. Hey, man, you good? You good? This and that. One of the other corpsmen kind of, you know, he, he was fine. He just got like that shock factor. And I was like fucking dying laughing. Like, this is the kind of shit you got to do just to survive out there in the ocean. Okay, yeah. I got one that a prank that I did, but I didn't get to see the result either. Yeah. And someone told me about it. And I could survive the same happened? thing. It was like ordering pizza to someone's house. Right? It's all awesome. <laughs> It's so good. I've done that before to my kids. <laughs> but they were they thank me. So like, uh, yeah, uh, for a month, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm away. I will like because I have the app. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so same thing, right? Bunk beds, whoop de whoop, right? I gotta explain. The guy on top is my buddy Lim. Uh, a Korean dude, North Korean actually. <laughs> but, oh, you know, nice. We always accuse him of being a spy. <laughs> but he's a good oh, sport about guy. it. One of those, could, huh? Yeah, we're good sport oh, about God. it, real good. I still to this day, I, I still think he was, but he was a good guy. <laughs> I, <still laughs> I gave him some secrets. I don't give a fuck. Uh, anyways, on the racks, they're fucking cheaply made. But anyways, they have like bars at the obviously they have bars at the bottom. Well, I remember I took out all the bars because he's in the top rack. So I took out all the bars except for the first one and the last one. <laughs> so it's like this indent. Right? <laughs> I mean, no, no, but it's regular. And we have different shifts. So the, over there we do uh, like 12-hour shifts on, 12-hour shifts off, right? That kind right, of thing. Yes. And uh, my buddy Moreno, who's right next to him, he's the one telling me the story because uh, obviously I was on my shift while he's in the other one. And he told me that he came in and he's like fucking super tired, whatever, did a bunch of patrols, guarding bullshit, takes off his rack and then just jumps on it. And what happened was his body folded in. 
<laughs> as you fell through the, through the through the fucking bed onto the bottom bed, and that he got up and he's very soft spoken, but he got up and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck? Oh, who, he, he like couldn't imagine like who did this? What's going on?" And Mar- Moreno, he told me like he's just like teary eyed, laughing, and I was like, "Fuck, I wish I would have seen that." But that's exactly what the fuck. yes. I want to see things like that because that sounds like a fucking blast. What the fuck? Like Who fu- Miguel fucking did this to me? Fucking Miguel. Like shit like that, yeah. You know what you got to do? You know those same racks? I'm sure you guys have the same ones. Uh-huh. You can, they're coffin lockers, right? Yes, yes. You got to pick them up. So what they uh-huh, do is, exactly. So what they do is, is you know, you have your rack and then uh, what you, you know, uh, you slide out and then you pick up just a mattress, like a, a metal plate on, a, on the, you know, the mattress is on the metal plate. You pick it up and that's where you get to your personal stuff, your underwear, your uh-huh. toiletries, your clothes, whatever you want. And then you put the little bar down, and then you slide it back down, and you hop in bed, right? Yeah. So what we would do is people will get caught slipping. This is fucked up because they, sometimes they forget about people, and, <laughs> and we start getting in trouble. So if someone's really thin, someone real small, you know, and they forget to lock their locker, so it, it, it locks in place. Uh, you can walk up. And as they're laying in bed, you fucking push up the rat. Boom! <laughs> push it up, and it locks in place. Sticks. And they fucking stuck it. <laughs> hey! Hey, don't leave me! Don't leave me! <laughs> It, it was all great until someone got left in the, in the rack for at least uh, a couple hours. And, oh, yeah. The actual, the, the second in command of the ship got, got wind of it, and he got, he got he fucking pissed, pissed at us. <laughs> but, yeah, you literally get caught. Normally, you can, all right, all right, it's all funny, this and that. But, yeah. But it got funny until that dude got left in the rack. <laughs> he was pissed. He was pissed. Does this happen? Like, because I know the uh, male and females, they, they get their barracks separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so you're, you're not... Do the females punk each other like that? Or um, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Um, you know, there's... There's some, you know, just like, just like males, there's some guys that are the older gentlemen that are fucking uptight, don't want to fuck around, it's just work. There's, you know, the other people that are looking to just make time go by. So, yes, I'm sure you have females like that as well, but you have to, you have to do stupid crap to each other to, yeah, to make to keep, it fucking. Yeah, keep it lively, like, yeah, because you guys yeah. are all. Yeah, but you probably get a lot more with the Marines, because just, the Marines are just a different mentality, so. Is it different? Like, I don't, oh, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't know if it's different. Like, it, it is a little bit, uh. You would know both, both worlds. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, the Marines, I think it's, uh, you can get a, away with a lot more, especially in the field. In the field, there's no paperwork, so you're not going to get written up, counsel, it's just. I'll give you an example, like, uh, you're supposed to, sometimes you have checkups, not checkups, but you'll go to the corpsman in the field, like, mm-hmm. you know, you've been out there for a few days, and you're like, oh, or, or even like, uh, let's say it's a Monday, right? When your first day in the field and you're like, hey, I'll I'll go up to Mono. I'll be like, oh, hey, doc, man, you gotta help me out. My uh, my balls hurt. You're like, well, what happened? Like, I busted a nut this weekend. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like shit like that, right? Yeah. Just, we're just fucking like, 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 you know, you're like that, right? And he's like, get the fuck out of here, and shit like that. But like, I, I mean, I'm that's everyday shit for us, or even fucking with each other. Like, is it different? You see a difference between like a, a little bit. I mean, you, you see that a lot more with Marines, as far as male, female. I, I think the females are not going to joke as much. Maybe amongst themselves they will, but I think you're going to get a lot of that stuff more with the Marines because it's, like I said, just a different, you know, the shit we joke around with in the field and, and with the Marines is a little different than the ship. Now, I'm not saying that the, you know, ship guys are prude, but approves, but it's just kind of different, you know. From what I noticed, I'm sure you talk to ship guy and it's going to be a different story, but... Mm-hmm. But I just, from what I Wait, saw, so. Question, were you blue side or green side? I've been both. Like you, oh, you did both. He's a veteran. Oh. He's straight up old. So, yeah, so I've been. Actually, I've been we were, uh, there's kind of a funny story, but uh, it's funny now. At the time, I was tearing eyed. Do you remember this? I told you before in the podcast, I might have. Do you mm-hmm. remember this, Lovey? Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we're in Kuwait, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to go home. You got in there, like, the, the, the basically the tour right after me because yeah. 
Kuwait is a waiting station. It's like Casablanca. So we wait there to either arrive or leave deployment. So I'm getting there, and I'm, I already did my tour. I'm ready, waiting to go home. And he's getting there ready to do his tour. And we're kind of like MySpacing each other, right? Was yeah. it MySpace? Back it was MySpace, yeah. <laughs> my, and we're like, oh, my God, are you here in Kuwait? And I'm being naive. You know, he knows he's – by this time, he's been in the military forever. I thought there was like one base, Camp Victory, one base. But he's in a whole different base. I don't know this, right? So I'm like, you're in Kuwait? I'm in Kuwait, too. Let's meet up. And he's like, all right, let's go to the phone center right now. So I go to the phone center. I'm like, oh my god, I want to see my cousin I haven't seen forever. Whoop de whoop, you know, getting I'm already getting misty eyed because you you have this nostalgia, of and course. I'm already yeah, you know, and, and especially you just, want a familiar face. you just want a familiar face, and you've been away forever, yeah, and you know, and war, you know, right. so he knows what's up, and and I'm like, oh my god, and then like I there's someone who looks just like him, <laughs> exactly like him, and uh, over there you have the same uniform, same haircuts, yeah, yeah. but this guy looks just like him, and I'm approaching him, and he's at the phone center, and I'm approaching him, and my eyes are just, like, I'm already tearing eyed, I'm already crying, I'm like, oh, I'm like, mono, mono, and the guy's, like, guy's looking at me, and, and then the more, like, keep in mind, it's been a few years, and we also looked a little bit different, like, oh, like, and I'm doubting myself. Is that Mono? He's not responding. I'm like, Mono, it's me. I'm like, it's me. And he's, but he's on the phone, like talking to his wife or some shit. I don't yeah. know. And he's just looking at me weird. And then as I realize it's not him, I'm pretending I'm talking to somebody else, but I'm not. So I'm he's like, fuck, I look fuck. stupid. Oh. And I'm crying. <laughs> and then I so I ended up leaving like, hey, I must have just missed you. And then he let me look. He's in a whole different like, oh, no, man, I'm not there. Like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. And I had no, and he didn't know like I had this interaction with some other dude. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. That's until the, the podcast. Yeah, that's until the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's shit like that, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's been around. He could tell you all blue side, green but side, all that. How did you guys handle that? Because for me, I think I can, in my opinion, I think I can handle pretty much anything other than being away from my family for so long. That's going to be the hardest thing. For yeah. Because I've never been away. You from get used to it. You, you can. Honestly, people don't realize what human beings can handle. You can handle literally anything as long as you get gradually used to something. And before you know it, you're like, fuck. You're before you know it, you realize you accomplished something. And then it was like, damn, I guess I did this, but I didn't even realize at the time. I'm just, just trying have to, to adapt. It's all adapting. Yeah. It's anything all anything as long as you know how to adapt. You're all, that's all. That's the thing in life. Not even the military. That's just, yeah. Just, yeah. You, know, you just get used to. It. I went on eight deployments, so in the beginning, it it didn't suck. Yeah, eight total deployments where you leave, like you know, for nine months, eight months, whatever. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. It, it sucked to leave the family, but it was it was so fun. It's like, all right, I'm my mom and dad is my family, brothers, this and that. It sucks, but. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Panama, going to Chile, going to Ecuador. That's fucking fun, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later on. It didn't hit me, and I was telling him on one of the podcasts. It didn't hit me till literally three years ago, my last deployment that I went on, when I started saying bye to the kids. That kind of got to me. That's the first time ever I ever cried, like, saying kids. bye. Yeah, because they're kids. They're, you know, my, my brother's kids and stuff like that. So that kind of hurt me. But as far as leaving the family... Yeah, you get used to it. We, we had this conversation. It sucks, but but you get used to it. What if you're really close to your family? Like you're really. Oh, very, we're very close. Very I mean, I grew up with these guys every yeah. weekend. So I, 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 you know, my brothers, I see them every day. Um, these guys I grew up with, like I said, we we actually grew up with around each other. Where instead of some people like, oh yeah, I saw my cousin three years ago or this and that. No, I saw these guys every weekend. So road trips. It was, it was yeah. not that it was easy. It was just that you used to accept it. You can either choose to cry about it or or choose to accept it and you just accept it. It's yeah. a path that you chose for yourself. So. No one made you do this. You're yeah, kind of you, you, you never it. you never would think like people say follow your dreams, follow your dreams, do it's gonna make you happy, but you would never think like for me, I never thought that it would require me to sacrifice family. Yeah, I think with anything like that, you're gonna have to sacrifice things. You're gonna have to sacrifice time with family, this and that. So, but it's not what you think because 
Well, I mean, it's not in a negative way because, like, uh, you know, it's different when someone gets sent away to sent away to jail and they're away from their family because because they, they fucked up or something. It's not it's not that at all. You know, you can't really like you're like technically you're you're you know your kids are there and you're thinking like oh my dad wasn't home much when you know growing up but, like. It's not like he's their kids are thinking like my dad wasn't home much because he's a fucking he's in he's a convict what are you or he's doing in, after them? he's like no my dad was there it's it gives him something to be proud of and the same thing with your 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 dad's gonna think this the same thing about That's you the hardest thing for me yeah I know dad. I know that but your dad's probably gonna be the one that most respects you for this or but my most dad's by himself he's like, no, I'm the only family he has here yeah like, no no dad, I realize that but for whatever reason but for whatever reason it's fathers the ones that are the most proud of the military thing for some reason I'm not sure what it is or anything. Dad's He'd be upset hill. if you stayed. Yeah, He'd be more upset if you stayed now because now you go. He because he knows that he trust me. He's gonna be fine. He, he'll be fine. I mean, may not know it, but he'll be fine. He'll be upset knowing that if you stayed behind, knowing that he was the reason. So now you you have to go now. It's, it's gonna be you know because he knows that it's, the path has been started. And as much as I'm sure he talks about you to his friends and his family, it's gonna just amplify even more. Like for whatever reason, it's always hit. Even like girls from the past that I've known that. Their fathers are the number one thing they click with. Oh, you're in the military? Oh, you know, like for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but fathers in the military click really quick. Yeah, and your dad's going to... My they, dad is over the hill. He's so happy I'm joining. He's so he's like my number one supporter. He loves the fact that it's Navy. Go Navy! And yeah. It's just, like I said, he doesn't have not one other single soul here other than me. Yeah. So I'll request him on Facebook. Don't trip. Yeah, let's have him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's have him on the podcast. Let's get away for a little bit because, Lof, I haven't heard much from you and I want... I'm no, like, I'm listening. No, no, no you're very quiet. Come no, this, on. Love, you look the most like an old school sailor. So tell us what your thoughts... <laughs> your thoughts on this whole fish. Oh, uh, last thoughts? time I went on a boat, I picked my guts up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, seasickness, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. After you get that one bar foul, like, you're good like you're the good. rest of the time. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get your sea legs. That's oh, funny. Like, out of all of us, like, you know, to a uh, future sailor, sailor, marine, like, you'd, you'd look the most like a fish, someone that belongs at sea. <laughs> you know? See? Like, oh, I just need, like, a corncob pipe. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, looking over the, the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, damn that Moby Dick. Yeah. He also looks like one of the people that we'd be fighting. <laughs> oh, no, not that. Oh, I get that all the time. Hey, remember when we went to Luke's? And fucking, uh, remember the bartender Steve? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. When you, that's when you had your fro and a little bit of beard, and then he comes up to me, hey. I was like, oh, that was fucking years ago, bro. Yeah, like, Luke's was a bar in Downing that never carded. Like, so I was literally 16 in that bar, 16. <laughs> in Like, that's that kind of bar. Yeah, oh. so, uh, one of the, and the guy there was a former military, a former UDT. He was a SEAL, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And, uh, he, uh, but he was retired. He was, like, fucking 67, and he asked me. You know, bags would be over there playing, you know, playing pool, and he goes, hey, who's the Iranian-looking kid? I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I guess my cousin, he's Mexican. How? How do you think? He goes, he says, he, he goes, uh, hey, who's the Iranian-looking kid? <laughs> who's the Iranian-looking kid? <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's my cousin, he's Hispanic, too. Well, he's good anyways. <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> that was a fucking compliment, right? That was a compliment. I'll take no, it. I'll take it. <laughs> that's funny. That was good times. Actually, just the other day, I came across a picture from Luke's. From Luke's? From Luke's. Which Fuck. one? Uh, we were playing pool. Same okay, shit. so it's one that you're where you're like leaning over the table, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're leaning over the table. It's me over there in the back with the stick, and I think Black's next to me or something like yeah, that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, I think that's one of the only pictures that there uh, there was uh, of that place. It was like, it predates like camera phones. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's when someone actually took a big ass. Oh shit. Fun savers. 
What? Well, how old were you when you first had your first like drink to start drinking to Jess? How old was I when I was what? When you first started drinking or had your first drink or got drunk or. Oh, I waited till I was twenty-one. Oh, you waited? You actually waited? That's so I weird to me. Waited. That is the white side of you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I decided to wait. I wanted my twenty-first birthday to like be a big one. Yeah. So I thought oh, I'll just wait. I'm gonna have forever once I turn twenty-one. Yeah. Forever twenty-one makes sense. Yeah, forever. Are you sponsored by them or something? Why do you <laughs> Why do you name drop this? You know, if you ever want to shop there, you just use the code. Blah blah blah. <laughs> What uh like what did you do for your tournament? Did you go all out, big a big blast or whatever? No, yeah. uh we went to Saddle Sat- Ranch. Nice. Ranch? Yeah. Oh wait, we was there. I with you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I never mind. Like, Why are you asking me that? You were there. <laughs> never mind. Right yeah. there, University City. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I just. Um, I remember I took a shit in that parking lot too. Oh, right. so you took everyone goes. That's the only part. Yeah. Actually, he's gone so good. They actually leave his names. I'm bringing. I bring. I bring one extra sock now with me wherever I go. Sock bandit. Shit sock bandit. The sock bandit. He strikes again. Yeah, we went Saddle Ranch, and then you and Jackie were there, and other. Yeah, you're right, because that was only, like, two years ago, right? Because you're only 23. Yeah, 23. That's crazy. I forget how young you are, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you I... you know, I mean, you look young. I'm not saying you look old. You obviously look young, but it's just crazy. Like, oh, we've known you for forever. I, I forgot I've how you for young, so long. How young you were when we first met. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was talking to Jackie, and I was like, damn. No, I wasn't talking. I was talking to somebody about Jackie, my friend. I was like, yeah. that's my friend Jackie. And I was like, man, I've known her for a long time. It's like, four years? Three, yeah. Four years? Man, From school or work friends or what? Uh, work friends. Yeah. Jackie works? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We worked <laughs> at a doctor's me- office. Yeah. Medical right? assistance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And it, I just thought it was so crazy. And that's how I was explaining this. You never know when you meet people that those people are going to be your friends for a long time. You never know. Like, you meet people and you think, ah, oh, yeah, you know, we just work together at school. But no, me and Jackie have been friends for a long time. And I've really, I could say she's one of the friends that I have that I really trust. Like, I would really want to be friends with her. Yeah. For, Steve doesn't say that. I don't yeah. know. She's a bitch. Really. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys love each other. You guys are married. You Sometimes. Yeah. No, <laughs> Not today. No, no. She's trying to kill me. Is that prestige? <laughs> <laughs> Is that prestige record? No, it wasn't. I just say that. Oh, Why? Okay. Was that from there? Yeah. They say that. Because you know how they switch? I uh, mm-hmm. just like double. And, like, you know, one of them was dating uh, the wife. Scarlett Johansson, the other one. Yeah, huh? They say something like that when they're one of these switch roles. Uh huh. Like, you don't love me? Not today. Oh, that's, that's interesting. You know I, I mean, I don't remember oh, it. Okay. It's been a, it's been a minute since I've seen him film. I do love it, you know. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Jackie, yeah. Jackie is crazy. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah, well, I mean, she takes after Patty. <laughs> oh my god Patty's stories Patty my oldest what, sister Patty. why isn't she here man she needs to be she, she's, you know I was talking about this the other day because no I wasn't talking I was thinking about this the other day but uh, we were at Brandon's party we mentioned last last episode um uh, what was that, Saturday, last Saturday? Yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. And uh, it's my cousin, he just turned 25, and we had a big little thing at, at, you know, at their house, and I remember being in the circle, and it was a few of us, you know, Loaf, Loaf, his sister, my sister, and a few other people, Mono, and, um, and Patty's new boo, and we're literally talking shit on each other for the, like, 10, 15 minutes at least, right? Yeah. At least 10, and I'm talking about, like, we're talking shit about each other, you know, like, hardcore, 
And yeah, I just we remember cut deep. we cut deep. Yeah, we cut deep, and I remember everyone's yeah, laughing. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's having a great time laughing, having another shots like, "Oh fuck you, ha ha ha," uh, you know, <laughs> or you did this. And it was tripping to me like, "Oh my god, there's really like there's there's a certain mentality that you need to have for that, or you need to grow into that because mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of people who would be like, if you make fun of them at all whatsoever. Oh, I understand. They're like, "Oh uh, fuck you, offense, uh, oh, how, fuck you. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this party. Yeah, yeah I'm done. <laughs> you know, some shit like that." Okay, themselves, and that's sad. It. Yeah, it is sad, right? It's Isn't sad. it depressing? It, it's a little bit immature, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel. Like, I, don't you think you're so fucking hot and high and mighty that you can't? You yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's the fun of life. Like, yeah. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take yourself too seriously. Exactly. Take yeah. It down and down. I found like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> these people that you make fun of whatever little bit they got, and it's not meant in a malicious way. You're not yeah, trying to. You're just having fun. Busting balls. That's what you do with family. It's family. Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah. yeah especially family. Right? Like that's where you can be as brutally honest, and it's okay. Yeah, it should family. be okay. Right. It should be your close friends. It should be your close friends, yeah. close family. Mm-hmm. If I'm making fun of your tattoo, you sure you're gonna, you're yeah. Stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. Look at you fell on your fucking ass when you threw up. Yes, jacket, exactly. You did Don't go to your room and be like, oh, I'm not coming out of my room now because fuck you guys. Like, what is, <laughs> fuck you. What are you talking? About? I'm I'm offended yeah. by their offensiveness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the thing. But I was thinking about that, like, man, that's so weird. That's so cool, though, that all of us are literally right there talking. I remember literally telling uh, 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 low sister Nita, who is like a huge like pet activist. And I love pets too, but I kind of bust her balls about it. Pets? Uh, yeah, or animals. Just oh, I don't like know. No, no, no. I remember literally saying, because she's one of these people that loves animals more than people. Right. And, uh, in, she likes I, eating them more than anything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she liked that, right? That's perfect. But I remember I remember saying, like, hey, if you like pets more than people, go fuck yourself. And then she's like, oh, fuck you, man. You know, but it was it was great, because it was like, this, 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 this is just... nothing but love. You yeah, it's nothing yeah. but love. We're busting each other's balls, and no one's taking it too seriously or too offensive. But there's always that one person. Uh, not at this house. No, not yeah, at this yeah. house. Oh. Not at this family. <laughs> I, I think. I think with our family, you've grown. You've grown to have a thick skin. Like yeah. I don't think any anybody. We can literally sit there and berate anybody for a solid or a cut deep, and it's just like they're gonna be like, oh, I'm it, It's always for I've, you know what I found. I, I I noticed this, but it's the youngest sibling that takes it the best, and oh. because I found that Gabby takes. She gets it. It's good. Man. She takes it and gets it out of you guys. And for me, it's Samantha who takes it and gives it just as good. Like, like I'm literally calling Samantha out some shit, and she's like, ah, fuck you. And like she gets it right back really hard. And I've had like her, her his, like, they're sharp. Yeah, oh, yeah, his younger sister Gabby and my younger sister Samantha, and then other just the youngest sibling out of the whole group, whoever, wherever the family is, you know, just in general. Uh, they they seem to take it the most because they probably got it the most, you know, when they were younger. <laughs> yeah. It was that way until until Gabby was there, and then Gabby took it for yeah. fucking years, and she still takes it to this day. Yeah, she yeah. Just talks to she her. gives it right back really well, man. Yeah, same thing with my sister Samantha. You've met Samantha, right? Actually, I think you've mentioned that you thought Samantha was the only one out of my sisters that was the most liking or something like that. Sam, um, mm-hmm. that's the one she said she worked at Portals, right? Nope, that's Becky. Oh, oh Becky, yeah. I met Becky, then I haven't met Sam. I thought you met Sam because you met Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have yeah. blonde hair. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 I met Sam. She's, she's a wild a one, yeah, quote unquote. She's, she's Listen to episode she's 33, cool. she's uh, a... <laughs> yeah, she's she's, cool. She won't remember episode 33. But <laughs> she won't remember it. She don't remember much, I like. Oh, that's right, yeah, I haven't seen Sam in a long time, though. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Yeah, no, I met Sam. You have a younger sister yourself, right? Yeah, but it's completely opposite what you guys are talking about. Oh, really? She might get she, offended? Oh, yes. Oh, really? Jesus. That's the podcast Yeah, You have to be careful what you tell her because she takes it up the butt. But you don't. I mean, you're, you're, you have a good head about yourself. Well, yourself. my mom yeah. raised me very different than she raised the other kids. Oh, really? Why me, is that? nothing but tough love. I, don't, I have no idea. Tough, that's important. Tough are you the first, uh, the firstborn? No, I'm the second, but my brother left when I was young. Oh, uh, a lot of times that's what it is. It's just the first, you know, the first one's going to take care of the little kids, so they're yeah, a little harder on them. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but okay. I think she had a very difficult relationship with my father, so I think she treated me different because of that. But it was always tough love. It was always, um, she, she used to tell me, Jessica, you look prettier with your mouth shut. Oh, that oh, makes wow. sense. Who that's said that? My mom. My mom. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. All the time. I that's mean, hardcore. That is. Yeah. That's like yeah. Kendi. Is, is she cute? Or, I'm sorry. Is she cute she's or what? She's Cuban. She's Cuban. Really? Uh, she, she's a little crazy. Wow. She's a little crazy. Yeah, so it was nothing but tough love. So I, I grew up always thinking like I was, you know, prettier with my mouth shut or this or that. Or, you know, wow. it's just things like that. So it made, obviously I know like. I like you more I when I'm drunk. Needs. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it made me older and made me know that, you know, my shit doesn't, you know, it's not like. It gave me a good head on my shoulders. Yeah, that, yeah I mean, obviously now, you in know, my you're, you're cool. Yeah, but, I can take a joke. So you you're, can tell me whatever you want, because I've heard it all. I've heard all that shit before from my mom. So, so why didn't your, your sister get that treatment? Uh, I, I really don't know. I, she was a lot kinder to my younger brother and sister, I think, because she was going through a lot at the time. Do you have the same, uh, you know, not to get two, but do you have the same father for your siblings? No, we have a separate... I. I'm technically an only sibling. All my brothers and sisters are half. half. Okay. Yeah, my older brother has a different father. And are they, they, is your dad the only white one? Or? Yeah, my dad's the only one. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, just kind of putting yeah, clues together yeah. puzzles. You know? That's probably <laughs> like, what it is. This I is mean, what this is about. Oprah. I'm Oprah-ing yeah. you right now. <laughs> and my dad was very always calm, mellow, easygoing guy. And yeah. my mom's Cuban, so she kind of ran over it with like an 18 ruler. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah. think that's kind of how she takes it with me. But I, I, I don't complain. I mean... I can take a joke now. It's cool. Well, like that was saying. And if you all, guys tell me, I haven't heard. It's not like I haven't out of all three heard. siblings, you're the one with the most level head, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's all good. You worked work out with what you have. You worked know? out in the end, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Play your strengths. So I'll get away with it because I feel you're getting uncomfortable. So no worries. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? I said I'll, I'll, I'll get away from the subject. I switch subjects right now because I, I feel you're getting uncomfortable. I don't know if you want to talk about this. Or I don't mind. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. I'm an open book. If you ask, I'll, I'll answer. For sure. For sure. Especially with about four. Drinks in me so far. Well, you're killing oh. that whole. That's all you. Oh. That whole champagne bottle is almost champagne. done. Dude. That's all you. So don't trip. I'm being a white girl drinking the champagne. That's not good. Don't trip. Right. Oh, it's my right. song. <laughs> 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 I'll put on Scorpion. I'll put like a hurricane. No, put some Beyonce for her. Oh, Beyonce. I guess it's Queen B on there. I guess it's Queen B right there. That's all you. You're Queen B. I went to the concert last night. Oh, yeah. How was it? You went last night? Oh, shit. Yes, I got front row seats. We snuck in. What? We had like. Like okay, seats. Are you getting the gift from? No, no. If you're a hot girl, come on, you can do anything. You can do anything. No, we had like regular seats, but they. You and your sis, right? Is my me, my sister, my mother, and one of her boyfriends. Okay. So we had um seats like like okay seats and one of her boyfriends. How many? Yeah, one. I don't know. I don't know. 42. My, mom, my mom's a player. Oh, really? Ooh. Do you? Boo-boo. Does she have a number? Give me that number. Give me that number. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a college Jackie. Oh, snap. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. So, one of her boyfriends, I guess, knows how to like get in places. So, we were at our seats, and we, you know, I'm texting mom, like, hey, where are you? Like, she's coming on stage. Like, you guys going to miss it because they're going to get drinks. Like, no, we got front row seats. Like, come meet us. 
I'm like, what? Girl, we're already sitting in our seats. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> so he comes and he gets us. And he we he we try to go down and first guard stop us. So then we go to a different. We kept trying different outlets to get into the four seats. Finally, we get through a security guard. He tried to stop us. The guy, his name's Michael. He took off. Me and my sister were left behind trying to catch up. And the guard stopped us like he had his hand here, like to stop me from going. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to get Michael's attention, the boyfriend from ahead of us. And I just kept walking. Like, I didn't let him stop me. I was like, no, I'm with yeah. him. I'm with him. And I kept walking. And after a while, they're, they're like, ah, fuck it. Like, we're not going to chase them down. So they uh-huh. just let us go. So we got in and we were able to go right up on stage. Like, literally right Bearer there. Right on there. Stage. That's badass. Right in the front. I mean, when she walked down, I, we, her and I made eye contact. Yeah. It was, I was. I think you close. did, but yeah, I guess. No, you. I know. I know. <laughs> I think you did. But in my head, I did. But yeah, no, knows, I Maybe you. she didn't even see. I don't know. But. We were literally so close. It was a, it was amazing. I was so happy. Well, you should, that's your favorite, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. I love Fuck her. yeah, that's I tight, man. Her. Was it here in LA or the one in San Diego? It was I in know. San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So I had to drive over there, drive back. The yeah. traffic was insane, but it was worth it, especially since I'm, since I'm shipping out. Yeah. It's gonna be one of my last memories I'm gonna have. Oh yeah, it's a good memory to have. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You gotta get shit lined up to fucking start doing everything that you. Couldn't do before. I know. Like, like um, skydiving or go fucking scuba diving or I don't I'm know. I'm going to try, but now Muff that I'm working full time. I want to, but since I'm working full time now, I don't have a lot of that. Lot Are of you going to work up until? Because I'll be honest with you. I took a month off. Uh, I mean, I, I quit the month before. So I took that whole last month to do my thing. I, I would love to be able to do that. But financially, like I'm just trying yeah. to make as much money as I can. You know, I, I think I'm going to give myself two weeks. Yeah. One week with my dad and one week with my mom and mm-hmm. then I'll ship out. That even sense. that, even that's going to be a, a cut pay-wise, but yeah. it'll be worth it. So I'm just going to try to work as much as possible and then put in my two weeks and then I'll spend my time with my dad and my sister and then with my mom and then I'm off and the rest is... The rest is going to be history. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. They, we, they, uh, the day I left, there's that big picture at the house. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, when, uh, they threw a humongous party for me when oh, I left. Oh, they had a going away party? Yeah, and everyone was there. So we took That'd a big picture nice. of us. Literally, you know, in October, it'll be 20 years that we were there. So there's all of us were all there in the picture. We're all like, you know, you know, I was actually 18 and you guys were however old you were. 12, 11, 13. <laughs> how, how many uh, years older, man, than you guys? I know you're three years older. How old are you right now? I'm 30. So that was 20 years ago. So you were 10, 11 ish, right? 10, 11, now. 11 probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but it was. Uh, that's crazy that you're coming up on your 20 years from that moment because, like, I still I, remember. Like, I remember getting on the bus. But, you, but what I, I remember, like, you still think the same because I, I still ah, feel like I think the same. No way. There's yeah. no way. The, the, what do you mean think me. the same? Like, I remember having a little boner when I had <laughs> when I saw like Kylie Minogue on Street right? Fighter. <laughs> yeah, not that. A little bit average. <laughs> Slightly above average. Yeah. Jackie has a little pussy, so she makes me feel better. You know, no, I'm kidding. Uh, like I remember seeing Kylie. Minogue on Street Fighter and be like, man, I fucking love it. And I was watching that movie the other day and like, I'm still thinking the exact same thoughts. Like, I still have a little crush on this fucking, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, in that sense, yeah, the, the nostalgia the, factor. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, in that sense, I think if you find a chick attractive back in the day, I think you can still find something attractive this day. I thought you meant maybe something there. Like, definitely humor. 
Yeah. 180. Oh, no. Like, the shit that I would, yeah. I would joke about back in the day, yeah. the shit we joke about now, complete fucking I don't movie. even know how I found some of the shit funny, but, like, I watched movies that I watched back then, and there's, like, 90% of them are like, what the fuck was I thinking? Or music. Yeah. Or your, your, music your, 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 is a perfect, because we yeah. love to talk about this all the time, um, where that shit does not hold up. And, like, yeah. I don't know how I was into that bullshit back I then. Know. Beyonce? I Why the fuck did I like Beyonce? Hi. No, I can't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> No, I can relate with some of the music. You're really embarrassed. Like, you don't want anybody to know that you really like that. Yeah, but then you can reals. help it. Like, you're singing along, and you're like, oh. Because <laughs> you just music. know it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, oh, yeah, it's for you. Oh, is it for me? I'm going to start dancing? Okay, go for it. Nobody's going to see it, but... Hey. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy though. Like twenty years coming up. That's that's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a long time. Like I said, it was fun. I I do it all over again. There's been highs and lows. You know, there's mostly highs. You know, but every now and lows. You know, the lows and shit. Lows. You know, losing friends, going to combat. Yeah. The highs yeah. is like yeah, I get to see. I get the the highs is like I get to travel the world and see where, places. Where did you get to travel to? Oh man, it's 35, 30, 35, 37 countries. It was like thirty wow. countries before I was thirty. It's amazing. So yeah. Um, it was fun. The prettiest one, I I always like Cabo, but it's kind of too Americanized. Other than that, I like Panama and like uh, uh, Ecuador was really nice. Uh, Thailand was awesome. We'll reserve some of the stories for well, some uh, other day. I don't know. That's this podcast. <laughs> we'll reserve some of the stories for some other day. I won't call. I won't call him out. But Sunny my staff started. Okay, you know what? Fuck, I'll call him out. No, but my staff started. I won't say which one. Uh, but he had. He had. I remember he's telling me his uh his Thailand story. Oh god. And he's telling me like. He's basically admitting that he uh, got, like, blown, before he knew it, blown by some little kid. Oh, no. And and he's like, what the fuck? Nope. (laughs) Like, he does that. Like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Like, all he can say is, like, nope, that's not happening. No, no. I guess there's what what goes on. Some of the times it goes on over there. I don't know, man. I haven't been there, but this is second-hand stories, but... You're, you're at a table, and, like, you'll get, like, girls that will come and, like, get, you know, massage you or do your thing underneath the table, and that he, you're not supposed to look down, but he, that he looked out, and it wasn't a fucking, like, what he thought, oh, no. and he was like, nope. <laughs> it's like, we had, we had this, so I had another, another guy, sad. this guy didn't say no. This guy was, uh, yeah, right, I said on the podcast. Oh, you might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there was this dude that he, he came to me, he came to medical, like, hey, dog, I got to get checked out. I'm like, all right, well, what happened? Well, I was, you know, I got with the girl last night. All right, cool. Um, you know, so I was, you know, we went to the shower and went to go, I went to go feel her up, this and that. No, she started going, she started going down on me, right? Yeah. Like, all right, good. And then uh, I started feeling her, you know, feeling her up. And she had, she had a set of nuts. So like, so what does he do? He she says, was a he, she. she goes, he goes, hurry up and finish. <laughs> hurry up and finish. Hurry up and finish. Yeah, you got a bust. You got a bust. Alright, we're already too invested at yeah, this point. Yeah, I know. Thailand, he's committed. You're committed. Like, what are you doing, you know? Thailand. I'm in this to win it already. <laughs> oh, what are you doing this? Oh, what is Thailand? All the stories about Thailand is when you hear things like this. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe you'll get experience crazy one day. Place? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's something different. You're going to bang some cock right there. Ah, yeah, for sure. Come on. That's the capital for everybody at home. Oh. For everybody at home that gets Bangkok. that joke. Bangkok. Like, hey, Phuket. Is it Phuket? Phuket. 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 Phuket.
what are your most exotic places you've traveled that you uh, had some good times or whatever? Oh, Massachusetts. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Racism like you would never believe. <laughs> yeah. What part? Huh? What part? Uh, I went to Boston. Boston is in Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I went to Boston. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, no, 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 I, I was too. just kidding. Just, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was just exaggerating. It's just, um, mind you, this was like 2001, 2002 when I went. Mm-hmm. Po- no, this makes a difference, actually. Post or pre-9-11? Uh, fuck, you know what? I want to say either a little bit before or a little bit after. <laughs> that's a huge difference, though. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to think. Uh, I want to say maybe it was a year after. I want to say it was like 2002 when I went. Okay. I'll just say that. So it was like, you know, just probably like less than a year after. Um, We were at a... No, but I don't think it had anything to do with that. I was like baby-faced and... yeah. Like, I didn't look like this. Um, we went to eat at... What does this look like? Huh, this? <laughs> I like, it's like strokes of wisdom. That's what <laughs> it's like. Alright, um, We uh, went to this restaurant, and it's like all outside seating. You know, like trees and forests and mountains. It's just great scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like me and three of my other friends. We're all Hispanic. We're all Hispanic. And everybody else is white. So we're just there, you know, just like looking at the menus, just waiting for the waitress to come around. And we were there for like maybe 15 minutes before this other, like, it's like a family that came and sat like on a table next to us. Then the waitress just kind of like beelines it over there. Because my friend's like, what? Like, why are they getting served first? You yeah. Know? And so we just kind of burst it out like maybe it was an isolated incident, whatever. So then like a couple of other people come sit down and that same waitress, she goes to the seat then. And that's when my friend was like, you know what, fuck this. So she, like, calls a waitress over. It's like, excuse me, we were here before them, you haven't served us, blah, blah, blah. Not a huge deal, you know, but right. she just brings it to her attention. It's like, okay, uh, what do you guys want? Just, what you having, huh? Like, what you those? having? Enchiladas? You know, what you having? You want like quesadillas? Yeah. What kind of churros do you have on there? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Uh, that's you know what that's I haven't you know I you know I obviously you know I travel a lot for work and a lot of Middle America where and I'm talking about the boonies like the Hicks where like whatever you know this that's me from around here, exactly <laughs> and I haven't I've, I've, I've only had experiences with accidental racism it might be just because I I don't really have that specific accent what's, or that look what's accidental, accidental <laughs> racism is when they ask questions that they're as offensive but they don't they're not trying to be offensive they're just like oh. they just don't know any better like, like, did, you, did you swim here oh I'm sorry <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I was in um the most recent one I was like what February Mar- March I was in uh, South Illinois South Illinois which is Pretty much, uh, like I was, like I'd be working and like a group of deer would just cut puff up right next to me, like oh shit, like deer? what the fuck, just right yeah. there, you know, four or five deer, huh. yeah, just Bambi, Randy, <laughs> just at the work spot, you know, and but anyways, like uh, I'd be there and uh, one of the, you know, they'd be like oh shit, are you Mexican? I thought you were a Jewish boy. I was like oh no, I'm not. Like yeah, boy. <laughs> and like I thought you 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 speak Mexican? Or, like you know just like you I'm, speak like, yeah. Mexican. I'm like, yeah, 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 but not offensive. Oh they don't mean it to be offensive. Like, I can tell. That's, like, the only way that they know how to... That's like, just, that's just, just they're just not exposed. Ignorant. Yeah, but... Ignorant. Ignorant. And everybody at the workplace was either black or white, you know, so I'm the first Hispanic that they've ever come across. And, and they're not trying to be offensive. Like, oh, shit, you're, I didn't know you're... And, like, oh, you're Mexican? Oh, cool, man. And it, it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. And, obviously, I probably don't come off as your typical Mexican, you know. I'm talking about a lot of, like, white yokum. I don't know, you know, it's just, like, I can relate to them on a bunch of bullshit 
So they're like, oh, wow. When it comes across, oh, we're like your parent. And I'm like, yeah, my dad's from Guadalajara. I'm like, oh, my God. Boy, you're like Mexican, Mexican, aren't you? Boy? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Hi, and I was like, yeah, man, yeah, it's no big deal. And I'm telling him, like, yeah, man, it's not a big deal. And he's like, oh, okay, man, I didn't know that. You know, like shit like that. But the, he's been, he's a cool dude, and he just didn't know. And he just asked him questions, certain questions, like, that would be kind of offensive if you like you're you're acting asking an offensive way, but he just kind of being a little ignorant, but in a good way. So like it, it's ignorant that, in a good way. So I never had the whole thing where like I'd go to okay another example Indiana. I was in Indiana where the same thing like a lot of white people. I saw like one Asian person, and that's it. Other than white and black, that's the only like minority I ever saw. And it was never ever a case of where they didn't want to seat me right away. Or it was they were just like oh they're curious oh I'm not used to seeing your kind around here and they say sometimes like some they, they refer when you get referred to as your kind around here it's like hey, you you instinctively want to say cameras are we you, yeah yeah you almost want to say you almost want to say fuck you but at the same time you want like what is this real oh but they don't, they don't, you can tell you, you can tell when they mean it to be offensive and when they mean it when to they be mean it they're just stupid. they just they just don't know better I don't want to say yeah, stupid they, don't know any better. they just don't know any better but did you get that vibe where it was you felt like oh no they didn't see you guys because you were hispanic or not at first you know like i didn't really like think anything of it i was just like just kind of just taking pictures from wherever i was at yeah that's when my friend brought it up it's like hey like we were here before then like what's up with that yeah i was like oh well you know maybe you know it's, you're giving it's the benefit of the doubt you know that's just the way i think you know oh what do y'all fix have well wait a minute what was that <laughs> we sorry we don't have coronas we don't have tapatillas yeah, oh, that restaurant over there help yourself <laughs> no but it wasn't until she told you know she brought it up you know after the second group came and then she went to them i was like maybe they had reservations <laughs> still i was still like reaching for it but after that it was like nah maybe maybe it might have something to do with that considering where we're at I mean, you look around, I mean... See, I don't think there's an excuse for that. I don't think it's like, oh, no, they just don't know any better. No, do you, do you, have you ever come across that? Human beings. Have you but ever have come across... to those parts of the world? Yeah. To those parts of the... the Middle country? America and whatnot? Because it's true, because they, they don't know... They don't... They don't uh, They don't deal with Hispanics or this and that. You're right, it's not right, but it's just, they just don't... Uh, in my, in, it, well, in my case, What's the no, no, but in, in my case, it was it was it was subtle racism, but they, they didn't mean it in a mean way. They just didn't know better, and I and I got that. I got the fact that I'm not gonna be offended. I'm not gonna be one of those guys that I want to be offended, so I'm gonna get offended because you didn't know that I'm supposed. You know, yeah. no, 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 they just didn't know any better, and I'm okay with that. I I, I don't mind explaining it. And Lof, it seemed a little bit more racist in your case, Lofi. Uh, you know. It was more apparent, you know. I guess yeah. I was just trying to, you know, uh, just be the. The kind of like uh, I guess I have a positive, you know, outlook. Yeah, about it, but, yeah. But after a while, it's like, well, I, I, yeah, I guess so. But did you ever come across that as yourself being half? Or I mean, you uh, you do you get you have never been oh, accused of being Hispanic. Like all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I get it for not being Hispanic. I get it for being white. I uh-huh. get it for you know being on the Hispanic on the white side. Oh yeah, I I never fit in anywhere because I'm half and half. Yeah, but you definitely look white. You know, you have that light skin. That well, see. Recently, which weird is, I've been getting Hispanic a lot more than I've been I th- getting. I think it was Jackie that told me that that happened to you, and I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, that's cool." But you were kind of excited about that, or what? Well, no, no, no. It's just surprising because never in my life has anybody believed me when I told them I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm Hispanic." I was like, "Oh no, you're lying." And I had thinking, "Why would I lie about that?" Yeah. But no, late, lately a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, you're Hispanic." I can tell. I'm like, "Ugh." That's the first time I ever got that. <laughs> but usually I get it from the Hispanic girls because, oh, look at this white girl. 
And then I get it from the other side of the spectrum. They go, oh, no, she's Hispanic. Like, no. So I, I think human is human. You just treat them with respect. Yeah, of course. That's the overall that's, umbrella. No excuse. That's the overall umbrella that you should have about yeah, every like, kind of. There's no excuse. You gotta accept people. But the diversity is what really makes this country. So you're gonna find that you're gonna find that in the military. Actually, when you get to the. Uh, when you get to be like, oh, meet for people from all over the country, mm-hmm. and you're just going to be surprised it's by... It's a culture shock, right? Because we're, we're kind of catered to, you know, Southern California specifically, or California specifically, where we have this melting pot here, you know, where we deal with all these kinds of different people all the time. So we're very familiar with different races everywhere. But when I first got to the boot camp specifically, where I, 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 I was talking to some of these guys that are from Kansas, from Iowa, from wherever, or Nebraska, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is the first time I've ever seen a Mexican. Like really? And I was yeah. like, so oh, you yeah. probably did the same thing when with I, you, right? When I went to a boot camp, this first time I ever had someone that had that that text and hey, how's it going, P Rays? Yeah, I, I said <laughs> yeah, on the podcast, I'm like, like wow, it's first time I met someone from Texas that has that southern draw. I'm like, yeah. like wow, there's you know, it's I, I see him in movies. That's yeah. what you think It's just because you're so you know me specifically because I you know I didn't leave the state before you know I left for boot camp. So it's like now this guy I'm seeing this guy from Texas, yeah, from down the fucking hills in Texas, and like wow, he, he actually talked like that. I didn't. I never met someone that yeah. just had that that really thick text, accent. Uh, te- yeah. Thick accent, yeah. So yeah. it's a culture shock. You just get to see a lot of different cultures. Oh, you areas, will. Different people. You will. Different different will. Things. That, that's a good thing. Like you learn so many different things, right? I mean, but you're gonna get it wrong at the beginning. And what he's trying to say earlier is is uh is uh the first time you interact with them, you're gonna say something stupid. It's gonna happen because you just don't know how to act. Don't them. know. Just like the first time. Okay. That we had, um. An Afghan person in the U.S. military, mm-hmm. like he, he was, he was our oh. trooper. Like, wow, he he's U.S. but he's Afghan. He's he's helping us fight these guys. Yeah. And like, so you're gonna say shit that you normally, hey, so is this true? And like, to him, it's gonna, I wouldn't say offensive because he's gonna, he's in the military, so you know, he's gonna have thick skin Obviously, already. But it's yeah. like, well, you normally don't say that. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, I, that's it, what I'm saying. When when yeah. when they experience it out there, it's like these people don't mean it. They just don't know because they've never been around it. It's the same. Right. At, yeah, absolutely right. That's why it's kind of. That's why I don't want to say like, oh, they're just stupid or they don't know. Like the mm-hmm. same thing. The way I talk about people in Middle America, when they're, I can tell if they're asking me like ignorantly, or I mean, I'm sorry, I can tell if they're asking me just ignorantly or or maliciously. We're like. The fuck are you doing right? No, no, you can tell. And a lot of times, like I said, like, oh shit, your parents are wow, man, that's real Mexican of you. And I was like, yeah, I guess. You know that it's the same thing as when I would ask my interpreters in Iraq, like, oh shit, like, and they'd be like, yeah, you know, but they wouldn't be malicious. It's there's a big difference. That's why I, I yeah, I can, I, I can forgive them. You can, you grew up around an area. A lot of these people don't leave their five, ten mile radius. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're not gonna deal with. You're them. gonna know when someone is being malicious and when they just don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be able to tell right away. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, shit. Barely. Let's get into some of the outlines of the notes we wrote down. I have these. You guys pick them out. I have about four or five of them. Uh, okay, I have four of them because I'm crossing out Navy because we <laughs> overcovered that. <laughs> First hour and a half. Um, okay. Oh, actually, we covered shit talking family too. <laughs> so we have. <laughs> we have we, we can do a couple podcasts on just that. Talking family check. <laughs> we have. Have you, have you met a sister, Patty? By the way. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't no, think so. I haven't. Oh, I met good. Sam, just Sam and, and Becky. Becky. You'll never yeah. forget Patty. Becky yeah, with good hair. Thank you for the good answer. Patty, Patty, my older, my oldest sister. Patty, I keep forgetting. I technically have a younger, a youngest sister, um, uh, Breezy, my half sister. But I, I technically have four sisters now, so mm. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that one. But props to you, Breezy, because I know you're listening to the podcast. No, she doesn't. 
Begging Sam, yeah. Um, that is crazy. She's a organized crime on real sets. Patty is like the the muscle. You if you want someone's ass kicked, you're gonna call Patty. She's a mother. She's a mother of two. Very nice. Very nurturing. But. She's uh, the first one to uh, start a fight in the club. Oh, 100%. Or Chuck E. Cheese. Or Chuck E. Cheese. Or Chuck E. Cheese. You need a text right now. Huh? What the fuck are you doing again? <laughs> He's not even screaming yet. How did you okay, get this number? Okay, motherfucker. Uh, like, she, we're, she's Mike the Garage already. <laughs> we were talking about her in a pre- on a podcast, and she listens sometimes. And I remember getting out after the podcast was put out, like, I think it was a Thursday or Friday, where we all got a similar text, like, okay, motherfuckers, I got to oh, come yeah. on. I got to come on this shit to set the story set straight. Story straight. <laughs> because, like, oh, sorry. Don't kill me. <laughs> I had a black man follow me around all day. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's uh, UFC 198, if you guys want to briefly touch about that. Ghost Story Podcast. Lovey, if you want to talk about that. Or Trump slash presidential debate slash things. FTP, fuck that Pluto. <laughs> so, which one of those three topics do you guys want to hit on? Let's um, cover several ghost podcasts. Well, what's up with that? Mm. Uh, take it away, sir. Well, just take, uh, it, take, take them away, toys. Uh, we still got to do one. We still got to go buy an EMP Sorry, and go to fucking one of these places. EVP? Oh, man. No, no, it's called an EMP. Doesn't Paramount have the uh, asylum, the haunted asylum? We went. Uh, the Downey Rehabilitation? Yeah, or the Downey, yeah. Downey has one. Is it Downey? I thought it was yeah, Paramount. Even, even, even... Even You're not? Oh, because I just so I took oh this fucked up story. I'm such a dick, but I took my son there. So I and we, you I was, took your son yeah, there. I was driving there with him. Um, okay. And then he, and you can tell just by driving there, like oh this place looks fucking scary. Because right next to literally a block oh. over is like it's all developed. It's a new rehabilitation center. Yeah. But the whole place to be an asylum or whatever. So I took my son there, and we're looking at all these buildings. I'm like, man, this is fucking scary. So I fucking turned off the car. Oh, I'm such a fucking freak. I'm like, hey, hey, the car's off. And you can tell that he's like, he's already. How old is your son? Uh, he's uh, he's nine now, so he's maybe eight eight years old, whatever. Uh-huh. But he knows it. He's, he's got tough skin. That's what, that's what we're talking about. We train these kids when they were kids oh, yeah. have tough skin. You know skin. Tommy. Tom, like all yeah, of all the, 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 I want to be clear, the Medell side, the Perez side, they're all exactly like. You know what? Real quick before you finish your story. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie side of the fam- man, these kids <laughs> are fucking pussies. Oh. Like straight up, just like guys are fucking wimps. And like t- you can tell, like when Tommy and Gwen go over to you know to the Perez's house, or you can tell there's a difference. Perez, I thought it was Rocha. Uh, no, no, that's Jackie's small. That's Jackie's side. Rocha. I'm, I'm Perez. The, he's Perez. That's the oh, okay. more of my dad's side is Medell or Perez. Oh, Perez, my family's Perez. Oh, okay, cool. And that's kind of thing. Like, so when Tommy's playing with Nathan or with, you know, just the the, the their kind of kid, uh-huh. you can tell the difference. Where where like, oh, okay, he's he's rougher. He's having more fun type yeah. of thing for the most part. You know, there's a few like, you know, of, of the Rocha side that are a little bit more, but for the most part, my uh, my friend, you can you can just tell the difference. If the kids get hurt, is like you know everyone's gonna coddle them this night. At our house, it's like, yo, get the fuck up. Dude. Dude, they're going to they're, they're beat the shit out of all of us. They're going to fuck They're watching. We're giving my dad watch. run. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, if the piñata is going, you, you're fearful because they're just going to get hit. Gonna yes. Remember uh, I got, I got like, beat with the piñata that one time in that video? The old oh, time man. Video? Oh, the old one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone, hit, someone, someone fucking swung and bags rolled in, like, before, you know, they say... Stop! And then he stops swinging. He goes in. You can tell because we slowed it down. You can tell the fucking instant that it fucking hit her his pancreas. Folded him over. Uh, I'm sorry. So go ahead. You're you're with your you're playing prank on your. Oh yeah, no, no. So we were just driving through a little rehabilitation center, and I turn off the car. I'm like, hey, won't start. He's sitting there like looking at me like, because you know I fuck around with them a lot, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, he goes, hey man, this won't start. Okay, did you see that? He's like. (laughs) 
Daddy, come on. <laughs> You're like, Daddy, come on. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, it won't start, really. I'm like, look, look, it won't start. Mine's a push button start. It won't start. <laughs> he goes, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's all right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells his mom and I get in trouble. No, the kids is tough. It's good for him. It toughens yeah. him up. Yeah, exactly. Him up. Yeah, exactly. You know, Gwen looks exactly like your sister Becky. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, curiously enough, me and Becky, when we were babies, mm-hmm. you couldn't t- like the pictures. I mean, you can tell us apart. Like I didn't know if that was me in a dress or Gwen in a, in a boy suit. <laughs> So, and Gwen has definitely more Medell features. Tommy, for sure, has more, because he's lighter skinned and whatnot, more Jackie side, but Gwen, for sure, has, Gwen like, those Jackie, chinky like Chinese eyes. Twins. Yeah, I think so, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that it's a bad thing, you know, but... It, no, no one's saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, but Gwen definitely, I mean, she, you can tell she's a Medell, that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. She's real cool, though. She's she's cool. She gets a little bit more scared, though, for sure. I mean, I guess that's just her being a girl, but Tommy's one of those... I, you don't get he scares the yeah, fuck Tommy out of me yeah likes killer clowns so. well he right. literally like would wake me up at 2-3 that's 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 their movie I think Negro <laughs> gave him a DVD of, uh, of killer, killer clowns Clown space. And, and have you seen that movie no I'm not a scary movie fan oh it's not scary there's no way you can get scared of it. Well, it's I, more novelty. I, like, I like my romantic comedies and that's about it what's your favorite romantic comedy fool's rushing killer, killer clowns like, from inner space I like Selena, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Wait, wait, wait. Selena is not a romantic comedy. Well, you, know, you mean like a, yeah, like a little drama, chick flick type movies. That's what I stick to. Oh, okay. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, that's a horrible that's, uh, movie. Matthew McConaughey and, and, and Kate Winslet. Yeah. No, Kate Winslet. Kate the Notebook is tight. I like Notebook. The Notebook's for... too cheesy for me. That's where I draw the I like I like wow. that one. That's a great one. one. I fucking I like that one. You could be the bitch. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I know. Okay. Okay. She liked that gay, one. Gay, hot, gay. Good. That one's too cheesy. So what was the one that you said before that? I said Selena and Matthew DuPont. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. I like romantic comedies and comedies. Yeah, anything happy, uplifting, it's going to put you in a good mood, I'm with it. Just like music. Happy porn. music. Yeah, I don't porn. want anything For sad, anything Cat depressing. I, well, I don't want to waste my time with that. It has to be happy to make you feel better. Yeah. Should I already get that whole bottle done right? That's it. Some genre is a porn, maybe. You know. uh, I, I don't know about that. I don't watch that. So I don't you don't watch porn it. right now? No. Are you, uh, so, you know, another thing on the ship, this is on the guy. This is where the guys live. It's porn is playing 24 hours a day. <laughs> on the ship straight up yeah. you're sitting there it's like you get so numb to it it's like oh, it doesn't fucking get any hurt what the fuck because <laughs> it's literally because there's sickles on the boat I'm like yeah. oh, that plays all day like what the fuck yeah it gets old after a while so even animal porn like all that shit yeah, just, like, yeah. animals well you animals. see a hog fucking a chick and you're like oh shit that part would oh. that part oh. would trip me out when I was <laughs> yeah that part would trip me out when I was a kid and then now you're just like oh you see a, K, uh, a, a dark black German Shepherd fucking a girl, and you're just like, eh. You seen that fucking really? video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you seen it's that like video that. of that fucking horse, of fucking the guy, and he kills him? Uh, Mr. Hands. Mr. What? Yes, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Mr. Hands, what? I'm sorry. You haven't seen that yet? Mr. Hands is the video. It's called yeah, it's, it's this video where this fucking horse is, uh, you know, there's sick people in the world, so you gotta understand that. So yeah. there's, this, there's, this fucking, fuck there's this dude 
that's fucking uh, uh he's backing up into a horse's you know schlong right and the horse is long, humongous yeah and i guess what the horse slipped or something like that right yeah, it's a guy it's, it's, yeah. it's a real video and the guy apparently like he slipped or the horse slips right and he kind of falls into the guy and he yeah. kills him because he yeah. penetrates him deeper deeper yeah mm-hmm. and it kills the guy yeah yeah straight it's a real no shit video yeah. type it was it's called, it's called mr hands yeah mr hands is is the video you can you can search that and you'll find it and it's under that you can see like the pain olympics right under that where the guy's like you know, hammer their testicles. It's one of those like you know, a straight up vi- uh, almost snuff porn, basically, right? Is that what it's called? I'm snuff porn. Snuff. As far there's as there's some like, crazy yeah. shit out there, man. There's, there's horrible things out there. Horrible, yeah. horrible. I don't know. I mean, some of so it's back funny. to parenting. So the yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I showed the kids two girls one cup just to get them prepared for that. Yeah. Oh my no, god. I showed them earlier. That's right? what I did. Get it out of the way. I, I actually, get the awkwardness out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> actually, last podcast we were talking about like censorship and. I'm very oh, much yeah, against. Yeah. I'm very much against censorship for especially for kids, but except except when it comes to like anything sex related, like yeah. you have to like. And that doesn't mean like no movies are allowed to not be seen if there's a sex scene. That just means during a sex scene, you know, you know, whatever, do your thing. What do you do if you're watching a movie? Uh, to this day, if I was to watch a movie and there's a sex scene, I feel with my parents, yeah. I feel so fucking. Uncomfortable. I, I haven't watched a movie with my parents for in a long I mean, time. And don't get me wrong, it's not a porn, but it's just you know, there's a normal movie. Yeah, right, okay, right, there's right. a there's a sex scene there. Yeah. And it's like I get so fucking. I start being off, man. and it's weird. Yes. I, I guess you over, you over, you overcompensate, right? It's yeah, like, uh, it's awkward. So let me just. Fucking I'm, <laughs> huh? Is this okay? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Is this like, okay? Oh, like, <laughs> no, that's my. Who is that? Being chased on a beach. Jess, have you ever with. watched? You don't watch it regularly, but have you ever seen a porn? No. I tagged you in that Cameron Diaz porn. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you, you said you liked her early days. Yeah. yeah, you, I, you, I remember. You don't remember this? This is no, like a year ago. About? I remember you told me you like Cameron Diaz a lot. True I don't or true? Okay, so, so I found like a, her first porn, and I sent you the link for it, and I told you, and you didn't even click the link. I remember I told you like, oh, it was Cameron Diaz's first porn, and you're like, oh my god, I'm glad I didn't click it. I don't watch porn. You said something like that, right? So, so, uh, so I guess it's porn because she's naked, but she's kind of touching her, so she's not mm-hmm. like taking, you know, she's not, in, you know, she's not pen- like pen- ten pen- dudes pen- in a double dicking. Oh, yeah, no, I, I just, why would I watch that? Why I mean, not? No. So are you one of these ladies? Are you one of these ladies that doesn't watch porn, doesn't masturbate, doesn't do any of that kind of thing? I don't watch porn. I okay. don't do any of that stuff. Oh, but she didn't answer the second question. We'll no, that's that. what we'll that. that. It's called deflective. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deflective. Well, we're, 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 and, and she winked at me. And she winked at me. Everybody no, at home. She goes, yes, she did. I don't drink porn. <laughs> 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 No such yes, yes, it is. <laughs> no. You answer the question, did All you? that shit is private. I just, I just, ah. I'm gonna deflect the question on you guys. Uh huh. Oh no, we all masturbate. Right. What are you talking about? Masturbate twice on the table like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm tired. I gotta take a nap right now. I need a fucking there. cigarette. What the fuck I need? <laughs> <laughs> I need a girl in this room. This is just the dyna- dynamic Call Jackie. Call Jackie. Yeah, right? Jackie, yeah. Jackie, come tell her about your masturbating stories. Oh, my God. She's going to shit. I don't watch it because... I, no. You don't need it. It's all good. You don't need it. Yeah. But eventually, it's going to be time where... I think when you get older, maybe. Possibly. I mean, they say that for girls, it activates women when they're like 30 or something like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, sexual it, prime exactly, for yeah. guys it's 19 20 Eight, like yeah. for, for women it's uh, more like 30 ish or something like that yeah 100 i like i need viagra now like i can't even like i'm done like i'm done i think i spent all my loads <laughs> i'm most on x2 there's videos a certain number right yeah there's a certain number you wait x2 <laughs> videos got me 30 really 
Yeah, yeah there's, uh, when when people hit their sexual prime, so guys at 19, that's why, you know, yeah. out of high school, they're just fucking horn dogs. Yeah. Women, when they're 30, because they find themselves. They turn it on or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. You haven't heard that before? I've heard that. I don't know if I agree, but that's just my opinion. Oh, with science? You disagree with science? Oh, really? Science. It's <laughs> been proven. Let's just change the subject. Oh, okay. Are there any questions for us to answer? Yeah, do you master... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve's like, yeah, let's get right to the point. Uh, we're only an hour and a half in, so the two-hour mark is when I ask the questions, so we'll okay. come to that. So we'll need more porn filler <laughs> up until then. <laughs> we got we two questions for another 20 minutes. <laughs> What did you say? We need porn talk for another 20 yeah. minutes. We got it. I know what I know what our... I, I, I need to take a little break. I, I know where our listeners like... I'm sorry. I know where our listeners like... Hey, I put for the questions of uh, part of the podcast, I put your picture again, but I zoomed in more on the dog. Did I you know, notice I that? Saw, I, saw, I liked it. That's her under the uh, questions for the podcast. Mm. Uh, post I can't post on Facebook because the stupid fucking assholes keep red flagging me. Whatever. Why are they red flagging uh, I get red flagging like once a week, but this one Why? was my third defense the news with bruce one or your personal no my personal one uh so so if i get more than two or three times consecutively it's like a three days the first one's a a 24-hour suspension second one's a three-day suspension and the third one is a week suspension right now i'm on the third one suspension so why are they why are they like flagging me because i'll post something offensive in that to the i see all your posts i don't think so so the little report button is that what you're talking about uh, I don't know what it is. Someone like oh, someone like I'll post a picture or a comment, or and then someone will like oh, you know, block me or abusive content. Who's this oh, okay. can't tolerate? Any That's what I'm posts. talking about. Why do they just unfollow me or just yeah, unfriend just me? Yeah, don't look at block it. Block me? I don't give a fuck. You know, like why do you have to do that? Jesus, they they took world. down that picture of Tommy last week for Tommy? on Mother's Day. On yeah. Mother's Day, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I saw it. Which one? Uh, it was uh, yeah, it was only up for a few hours, but it, it was, it's <laughs> it's still on it's still on uh, Facebook by the way. But it was on like um uh, yeah, loves looking it up. But first I put it on Instagram, and it was um Tommy made a frame like for my mom first of all, but I I put it like it was for Jackie, but it said Happy Mother's Day, and then like we had extra letters saved up. So, it's on Facebook. You said so. Okay, on so Facebook. on Facebook. I saw, but I didn't. I didn't catch what the what was oh, wrong. Because you, you saw the regular one. Okay. <clears throat> the first one was Happy Mother's Day, bitch. <laughs> and, oh. and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, I didn't make that up. Jackie made it up, and she sent it to me. And I'm like, oh my god, this is too funny to be posted. Maybe up. I did see it. I yeah. think I did. Yeah, it was Happy Mother's Day, bitch. And I put like, oh, uh, Tom, this nigga Tommy's a savage. You know, shit like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I put it on Instagram and on Facebook. The Instagram one got like taken off i'm like what the fuck why man? just gonna said bitch yeah i guess man and then immediately after mother's like, day act- so mother's day sensitive. Is yeah real and immediately after i put up like the re- the regular picture obviously tom- you know i had to put obviously tommy didn't put this picture up right. whoop, why are you got- dude duh you maybe know? i saw that one that- that's the one you probably saw yeah, yeah. Exactly I saw that one. And, and i heard you made a I read a comment on there, but I just didn't know what it was, and it seemed like it was something negative. I'm like, yeah. what's negative about this picture? Like, I didn't catch it, but I guess I saw the PG one or something. Yeah, exactly. So if you would have saw the first one, you would have seen the whole story. Happy Mother's Day, but I was like, bitch. happy Mother's Day, bitch. <laughs> and I put, like, Tommy's got to stop watching Breaking Bad, something like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, because yeah, 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 yeah. always says bitch. And uh, I was just like, oh, this is hilarious. Huh? And it had, no, dude, when they got taken down, it had like a hundred something likes. I was like, come on, everybody. Uh, who's yeah. the one fucking dickhead the that. The one asshole that kills it for everybody it, else. I, 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 man, it bugs me the fact that I can't see who's blocking me. Like, you got. It had to be a female to do that. You think so? I 
don't think so. It could have been some weak ass little bitch, uh, dude. No, it had to be a female. Yeah, I got offended, extra offended. Why though? I don't understand I don't what's know. offensive about that. You know, these angry Someone's people. Bitter. Angry yeah. people. They're angry people that they're upset with their lives and like, let me let me make his life as miserable as mine by taking down his picture. I guess I don't know. So bad. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I did not see this one then. Oh, you did? That's no the- way. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see this either. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not funny, right? Hey, that one picture of the kid that took that costume to school. Oh, yeah. I thought that was Tommy, oh, bro. The Ninja Turtles costume. Because I, th- I saw you share it. I'm like, yo, is that Tommy? Because it looks just like him. No, it's, yeah. it's not him, though, right? No, I, I actually put in the in the uh, comment, like, I wanted to adopt this kid. Like, this is this kid is my hero. <laughs> that kind of thing. Because the, like, the, uh, the subtext was... He uh, promised me that he would not. he would take it off for picture day. And he lied or something like and that. It was a turtle, like with a hoodie. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God, I thought it was Tommy, dude. Yeah, dude, I wish it was, man. He's, that's just so funny because the kid's face—he's super happy, like <laughs> he has no consequences. That'll show mom. <laughs> he has no consequences, man. I think he's just living his life. Like, <laughs> I love that fucking picture, that's, man. Dude, I swear to God, I thought it was fucking because this even before you shared it. Because I saw the picture, I'm like. Yo, that shit looks like Tommy. And then you shared it. I'm like, oh, that has to be him. Yeah. That has to be Tommy, dude. That's just <laughs> it hilarious. did kind of look like him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, nah, yeah. nah, he ain't really in Ninja Turtles. Maybe it was a killer clown or something. Did you see that video of Tommy when he's putting on his clear clown makeup? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, forever so, so, ago. So you, so you told me that you caught him. Yeah, like, yeah. like he, so I guess the video started when he already. Knew yeah, that he well, if you notice that, that's a scene from the bathroom of my old house. So that was a long time ago, you know. And I remember like, because oh, he used to do this all the time, and he has like straight up like killer clown mask that he just puts on. But whenever he has makeup available, like he'll start doing his bullshit. <laughs> and I, I remember, like, oh, I remember man. seeing him doing it. But when I saw him do it, I like I was trying so hard not to laugh, and I laughed at the end because <laughs> as he's putting on his makeup, he's whistling that circus sound. <laughs> <laughs> that, do, 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 do. He's that whistling sucks. like <laughs> he's whistling that, and it's like this is so fucking creepy slash funny. <laughs> oh man, I gotta watch that video again, dude. dude if you watch it, it, and then at the end he like gives this weird look, like oh, oh man, that guy, <laughs> he's literally funny, but it trips me out because like I never thought that clowns are cool or funny yeah i've always thrown uh, you know growing up like i love comics i love the joker and he's but he they've on uh, killer clowns from outer space pennywise it yeah. i've always felt as clowns being like oh yeah you throw some evil shit up there it's gonna be a clown that's gonna you want a clown to scare people i've never thought his clowns is funny or who the fuck gets yeah. clowns at a, a kid's party no it doesn't, it doesn't happen yeah. and i'm like how the fuck did you get into this i don't get how you got into it but he got into it they're man. their own people man these kids after a while they're their own people. yeah that's what it is man and i'm in, in a good way too because i'm glad that i'm glad that they're he's unique in, yeah i'm not following your footsteps they're unique thank you that's exactly you know what, what i'm saying? gonna say i'm glad that he's into something that i have no influence if i had influence he'd be into batman and fucking and yeah. spider-man and x-men you know yeah he'd be into that shit i have no influence he's into horror movies on his own that's not even yeah it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of good because they're kind of growing i want to say beyond your control but they're fucking finding their own way in life you know where they're like ah, i don't have to like batman it's there but it's like i personally like this shit and in a good in i guess it's a good thing because they're growing beyond you know yeah, beyond what in, you, you in, in, them with it. yeah and i'm not i'm not scared of that Please, by all means, do I'm glad. I want to know who you are as a person. I don't want to. I don't want you to be a mini me. I want you to be you, and I want you to get to know. You know, yeah, absolutely. That's just funny, bro. Yeah, you that just, yeah. You just catch him fucking putting on fucking. Men. You go and like, the fuck? Yeah, he, dude. He's seriously, doing this. Yeah. Like, what's he gonna do after? Go can rob a bank or something? <laughs> <laughs> right? What the fuck? Have you even got that with your kid, with your son? How old is your How's your boy? Right he's now? nine. He's gonna be a. Uh, he'll be ten in October. Literally the day I retire. Oh, know, okay. When, uh, Shit, when nice. he'll turn ten, yeah. Um. 
But yeah, I mean, he, he likes his own stuff. He's more into... I was never big into video games. I like playing them, but nothing crazy. Um, he's he's into video games, and yeah. he, he loves dinosaurs. I mean, I thought it would have been a face. Kind of like with Badge, you know, he was into, you know, yeah. dinosaurs as a kid, but he's still into it big time. Um, so that's that's about as much as it goes. Right now, he's, you know, he's an only child, so, you know, he was with his mom, and I, I believe they're a little, he's a little sheltered. So when he comes to our house, it's when he gets the extra stuff, when he gets the different cousins, the different yeah. people, this and that. I beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> He gets to kind of jolt, you know, a bit of a culture shock on the weekends, but during the but week, it's, it's also he knows both worlds, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So he'll eventually choose what it is. Uh, I mean, he obviously spends more time with his mom, so I mean, I think it's you know he'll probably go down to what she allows him to do. But you know, and have you thought I'm, of ever having more kids or just your? Oh, your I, I, I definitely do. You know, I I, uh, uh, I definitely do. Um, I want to have more kids. I was when I was younger, I wanted to have a shitload of kids. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm not a fucking I'm not spring chicken anymore, so I gotta. <laughs> but uh, I want to have at least one or two more. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be good. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's good to see him grow like that. It's like you know, because you know, the first couple of years they're essentially just following you. They're learning what you know, but they're they're at that stage where like, oh, he learned this on his own. Like he, he's doing this shit on his own. I didn't teach him like clowns, and he just kind of learned that on his exactly, own. Exactly. So yeah, it's so you weird. Know? Yeah, it's in a good way. It's trippy because I'm glad I don't have this influence over them or her. It's gonna happen more, bro. It's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna, and that's where you start. You know, the kids will eventually. You know, the, the parents after a while is gonna get. You know, when they're in their 18s, 19s, 20s, like yeah. wow, he's he's out the house, he's doing his own thing, and it's gonna it's gonna hit you hard. You know. Oh I man, think. I can't even expect the teenage years. Like when's 11 now? Yeah. And like I, you know, I've said this before, but shit, dude, I was 11. That was the first time, legitimately, the first time I went and smoked out with my cousin in the in my cousin Denise in the alley, like a block yeah. away from my old house. And I was like, holy shit, like I don't even want to. And I remember not a few years later than that, when I was 12, 13, with you guys taking yeah. the, the fucking like uh the the oh, the <laughs> black yeah yeah. I remember I came off a deployment one time yeah. and Black's like, hey, let me show you some. <laughs> what the fuck is motherfucker doing this shit? And he takes his he takes his Glade bottle or something like that. Yeah, and, 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 he, 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 and he fucking puts a towel over it and he goes You wanna try it? <laughs> Why don't you smoke a sugar or something, bro? Smoke weed like fucking normal yeah. people. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? He's like, Oh, I love this shit. Like Glade, bro? Glade? That's what the fuck you're getting high off of? What the fuck is that, dude? Let me go ahead quick house. Come on, come, come here with me, dude. Shit. <laughs> Jess, what was your first experience to like drugs or anything? Like that? Or was alcohol your number one only thing? Alcohol was my only. I've never done anything other than drink. Oh man, you you know what you're missing out. You ever have friends or maybe other family members that kind of you saw them do it and then kind of wondered, but you never actually did or something? Yeah, like that? yeah, of course. I had family members that dabbled in friends, but I just never. Wasn't your thing? Never. Never yet. No. You got high on God, right? High on life. High on life. High on life. No, I just never. I never felt the need to. I don't want. I don't know. Just never bothered. Yeah. Don't know how to answer that question other than just saying I never wanted to. Yeah, some people not really a thing. It's not a like even like some drugs like you know weed. After obviously I tried it before the military. But uh, (laughs) but like even like you know when I'll get like surgery and I'll have morphine. I don't like the feeling of morphine. I don't like that weird fucking out of it drugs. So some people don't like what some drugs will they think they will do to them. So yeah, some people just don't really get um they don't really get a uh, uh, Mm -hmm. they don't really want to try it. They don't don't connect with that feeling. Yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of a control freak too much. Even I don't really like being too drunk because I don't like feeling out of control. control. Makes sense. Yeah. Like when I was falling. 
apparently throwing up on people's jackets, and I didn't know. Do you remember that, I by the like way? Not, yeah, I remember everything. You remember throwing up on their jackets? I remember throwing up. But that was I don't, I don't so was it, was it a blackout or a brownout? What was I, <laughs> I was fully aware the whole time, so I just don't remember throwing up on anybody's jacket. So you weren't fully aware the whole time. That's pretty much yeah, that's an yeah. exception. That's come to terms with. You knew what you were doing, and like this will fucking show them. Yeah. Or you just don't remember. You know? Yeah. I'll call it a brownout. I just don't like. You remember not bits being and pieces. Control, not being able to control. Yeah. That. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. Do you take that same aspect that you have in regular life, not being in control, into the sexual bedroom, or or no? You want me to answer that question? Hundred percent. Yes. So you I, you take control. You take control of the bedroom where you're like, I, like I got control. this. I like control. I'm on top. I I'm like handling this. <laughs> say my fucking name, bitch. <laughs> say, say, say my name. Say my name. Hospital, <laughs> hospital man, Jessica. Abbott, right now. I, you, you, you take control of that shit. I, no? I like both roles. Oh really? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't expect you to answer that. You know, most, a, a lot, a lot of uh, women like that. They're like, you know, they like to take control, but sometimes they like to be with uh, some mischief or something. Uh, well, dom- yeah, yeah, dominate. dominate. Don't be yeah. too so, dominant. Yeah. Don't be too. Well, this happens with like uh, men of industry. This happens with guys, CEOs, especially specifically. There's an actual real study where these guys who are always in control or a lot of jobs depending on them or what, whatever the case is, like these guys who are very used to even military dudes. That they're the ones who mostly like going to dominatrixes and being humiliated. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Yeah, I, I have a friend. Uh, 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 she was in San Diego. She's out living in Texas, but she yeah. said that she would. Uh, she'd go out partying and she'd fucking hook up with these just you know these people, these executives and yes. things like that. But they would never. I mean, she's a fucking hot chick, but they would never try to you know just sleep with her. It's yeah. always tie me up, fucking step on my nuts or some crazy Something shit. Yes. They would never just go into just regular sex because you guys are so always always so in charge. Yes. That in the bedroom they want to be dominated or yes. tied up or fucking they want to be crazy, uh, vulnerable basically yeah yeah because they, like, they don't get it in real life they want to be vulnerable yeah you know at least in somewhere you know where, where they can i guess somewhat control or i guess lack of control whatever yeah you want to call exactly it, you know? exactly what it is and that i've heard that very it's a statistic and you just you know on the whole unrelated you just prove that but yeah it, that, that makes sense to like people who are just so used to always being in control they want to be alleviated of the responsibility and just want to go ahead almost like like I said, vulnerability or taking advantage of, or it, it, it always I, always comes out in sexual, for whatever reason. It's some segment, it's a Freudian it's, yes, response. A Freud, yeah, know, exactly. Definitely. It always comes out in sexual responses. Always. Whatever your problem is in her, it always comes out sexually for some reason. I wonder what, I wonder what it is. That's true, huh? For whatever reason, whatever problems you have in your personal life, whatever problems you had growing up, whatever you had as a childhood, manifest in a sexual desire, or in a sexual way, as you're an adult, or as you're That's older. how you get your serial killers. It, it, well, sexual repression, that's how you get your child molesters. Or even, like, uh, some adult film stars. You know, they you yeah. know, they have the whole daddy fucking hates me complex. That's the obvious one. You know, and yeah. not just porn stars, just people who are promiscuous in regular general. Yeah. Or not people, uh, you know, women, uh, specifically women. Uh, for guys, it's a little different just because the the way their sexual desires are a little different. But, for, yeah, for women, it's very easy. Daddy issues, abandonment issues, not, you know, that instantly like oh okay if a girl has daddy issues i'm getting hurt tonight you know so you, <laughs> the guys who know what's up hey, people know how to exploit that you know? it's exploitation yeah you if you get with damaged goods you know okay. if, uh, you, you can probably kind of attest to this but if you have a girl with a good father relationship you're probably not going to sleep with her on a first date <laughs> jess can you uh can you uh That's confirm hilarious. confirm you? that yeah ex- well there you go thank you very much <laughs> that's <laughs> <a>, hilarious <laughs> but that's probably true i see 
you guys are, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And mm-hmm. sadly, it's the truth. Yeah. But sadly, it's the truth because it's just realism, right? Yeah, yeah, I know people that do have daddy issues and they, they, they tend to seek it in other people. And mm-hmm. it makes it puts them in a vulnerable position. It's all subconscious, yeah. yeah you yourself, you have a really good relationship with your father, and for the most part, from what I can tell, this guy no the dog guy's getting with you within, you know, uh, a no. few couple dates, right? <laughs> no. So like I know my perspective and where I stand and I know that that's correct when when a woman a female does have her strong father figure. That's what's so important. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Obviously, I know that aspect, but I know in my family, my sister doesn't have her dad, not things like that. So I can see it on the other end. Of Almost the like binoculars, well. do you see that coming? Yeah. So I know my perspective and where I stand, and I know the complete 360 completely. Mm-hmm. So I see both sides. So I know how, unfortunately, how true it is, and how and really important a father figure is, and how it really determines how she's gonna be seeking a male relationship for the rest of her life. So it's, it's very true. Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird, especially for, for myself as a dad for, to someone who's hitting that break right now where, you know, she's almost had those couple of years. It's definitely weird because I don't know how to – sometimes I don't know how to handle some shit where, I'm like, damn, do I need to be the affirmative father right now? Violence. That, violence. That's right. the best you way. Right? I'm like, whoever you bring, I will fucking sneak them alive in front of you. Uh, yeah. Enjoy like, prom, sweetie. I guess I just <laughs> – I'll be out front waiting. I'll be out front fucking waiting. Yeah, I mean, I'll go by the punch bowl. I'm gonna go spike it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serum? What'd you do to me? (laughs) Right, right. Honestly, I I can tell you like, you just have to be open. You have to be ears. She has to be able to tell you anything. If she feels like she has to hide anything, Mm -hmm. that's when she's gonna be going behind your back. Yeah, but it's definitely a balance because why why I think I do do that for my daughter now, me and her, we text back and forth. The relationship is different now because we're actually texting now. Mm-hmm. You never could text with your parents. I, I, I still have trouble texting my dad now. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just that fear that's instilled in you. And for, for Tom and Gwen, but specifically Gwen, just because we have that texting relationship now where, okay, I want to be part of her group that she texts funny jokes to or I send her videos to. Mm-hmm. I want, I need to be in there in that kind of mentality so she can have a bigger trust thing. You got, you got to balance that with the whole fear factor because I need to instill fear. She needs to fear me as a parent, as an adult. She shouldn't have, she shouldn't fear you. Yeah, see, that's where we differ because parent, this is up until pre-pubescent, which she is not hitting puberty yet, but up until pre-pubescent, fear is an important factor as parenting because they need that structure. If they don't have that structure, it's going to go off in a different way that's going to manifest itself in a negative way as they're older. And fear is especially important from a father figure. From a mother figure, not so much. Nurturing is important from a mother figure. No, I completely disagree. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. You can't say you can disagree without saying anything. Elaborate. Why do you I dis- completely disagree. I've never feared my father not one day in my life. That's a bad thing, kind of, to, to be honest with you. I don't I don't think it is. I know. But keep going. Right. Like, uh, you, you never thought that if you did something wrong, that your dad would spank you or, or whatever no, the case is. No, my dad's never laid a finger yeah. on me, ever. He, but you never, never thought that growing up? never me, ever. No, never. You know what I... Yeah. The only thing I can give you guys, mm-hmm. maybe you, you might be saying, mm-hmm. I didn't want to disappoint him. So, if he, if I ever did anything wrong... You should get that from the mother more than anything. Me, mm-hmm. That would be the worst punishment. I think I, I messed up one time, and he didn't... He was so upset, he just wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. That's is the it only thing that would really affect me. No, no. He, he was always open arms. He yeah. was always, like, just... 
You always hear me out. The, so. he, here's why you might not see it right now, but it's a subconscious thing. The fear factor is important as a parent because it comes with a level of certain respect that doesn't apply to you specifically. But as you get older, you have a, what, where that affects you is the level of authority that you have towards other things. You have this independent streak, not you specifically. I'm saying when you don't have a fear of a parent, whether it's a mom or the father, you go through an you go through a rebellious streak where you don't have a respect for authority, and you think you have a uh, I'm not saying you, uh, you have this mentality where like things are going fucked up, and I'm I'm not necessarily gonna follow the rules because they're 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 skewed. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I can see that because with my kid, yeah, I'm the disciplinarian. Like, if he does something wrong, which he actually, a lot of times he doesn't. The biggest thing I've ever had to discipline for was peeing his pants as older. Yeah. You know, he was like seven and still peeing his pants. Yeah. So I had to mop his ass up a little bit. But right, I see that right. because his cousin, you know, we're all very close family. Mm-hmm. His cousin, uh, uh, Pockets, um, his parents or, or his mother, uh, his dad, my brother Tito, yeah. would discipline him. But it wasn't until later on in life when he lived. Uh, with his mother, she's uh, uh, you know, she's uh, uh, you know, Hispanic, but you know, essentially for the most part white. She never touched them. Yeah. She never touched them, and you can tell very different. Where this kid literally does what he wants because he he knows that his those can get away with it. Yeah. Now, now, now that's an individualist because obviously, and you're saying this similar, but it's just you know, you never fear your dad. Where where you know. He he didn't fear his mom and he just he just did whatever he wants. There's but no when, when exactly because he knows that well I can knock this bottle over no one's gonna say anything about it she's gonna talk to me yeah, be upset I understand but as, that. if I do it in front of my dad he's gonna mop my ass up yes you know yeah, and I, I, I personally rather person rather have that I guess you and, know what I'm saying and that ma- that manifests when you're older that yeah. comes out that because comes you see out him now ways, you, yeah. you, and you see him now not now he was like this when he was four or five now that he's thirteen or something like that he essentially does he yeah. he feels that he can do whatever he wants. And no one's going to check him otherwise. But now, you know, when he's around my brother, he's a little more reserved and I can see that because I see him how he asks with his mom. Yeah. He does whatever he wants. And what's when crazy about brother, that one? When with his dad, his dad will check his ass. And that, that what's crazy about that one, that transfers to how he treats women and how he treats men differently. He knows he can, he's not going to be able to be able to talk shit as much as he can with around other guys because mm-hmm. he might get checked. Yeah. But if around other women, he might be a little bit more like, well, you know, I could uh, maybe even disrespectful. Yeah. It, 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 but that tra- it's a subconscious transfer that it happens when that he learned as he learned uh, unconsciously as he was growing up as a kid. So now, it, not saying that that's going to happen, but yeah, that's yeah. where that leads to. Yeah. And it's very important to have a fear of both worlds. Or yeah. I mean, fear is important in parenting. I think you disagree, Jess, because disagree. you did you didn't come out that way, right? I, str- I I disagree. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you guys are raising your kids. I honestly I have no idea. I don't have any kids to raise. Yeah. You guys know more than I do. No, but you you were raised that experience. way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I guess we I guess we were that way because we we were essentially raised that way. Yeah. I, I know that if I screwed up or I brought home a bad grade in school, yeah, I was not gonna get a talking to. Mm-hmm. My dad was gonna fuck my ass up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's good because I turned out I'm not killing people and eating them, so I'm really yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm a normal person. But I'm definitely not way. trying to be my dad because he put, I think he went a little bit too. There's our a, parents, yes, our parents yeah. were very you know you know our parents were very you know. <laughs> we we still your dad would. I mean, he fucked all of us up. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's it, you know, and that was okay because I think it made us as men and eventually parents that we are. Yeah. Now it's our turn to treat our kids whatever we want to be, and our parents have to sit back and enjoy the ride, and and we have to deal with all the suffering yeah. of. But I definitely, bad, you know? I definitely don't think that 
my dad, even to this day, me and him could have a philosophical talk about what we think about life. I'm doing that with my kids now just because I want them to have a different balance. I want that fear instilled in them because they need to respect authority. And I see the grander picture. That's going to be instilled in them when they grow up later in life. And it's going to be a, some, a discipline there. But I also want to be their friend at the same time. And it's so weird because I need them to know the difference duality, right? I need them to know to walk both worlds. It's a time where they can joke around and a time where they can't be. I never had that with our father. We never had it with our fathers because it's always fear, which is a way. I mean, it was always like, I, I can't say shit or I can't make, make anything that's not a yes or no answer. Shit, my dad's home funds over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't I won't want that with that. I want to be homies with them. You know, I want to be friends. Well, I want to go. That's, that's, what you, that, that's what you have. Like, shit, my, dad, my dad's bug just pulled up. Funds over. We can't fuck around because now, you know, it's just real. But we, because he's still nurturing. He still loves his kisses, takes us everywhere. But we know that if we screw something up, it's going to be him mopping his ass up. Yeah. You know? But I see your point as well. Because essentially, I could say, I guess I can compare you to my my nephew, my son Puggets. You, you you came out fine. You didn't you didn't have that fear, just like he doesn't. He just went down the maybe the wrong path where he just does what he wants, and, and you are more reserved. You can you follow a different path yourself, which was, it seems to work for you fine. So yeah, it is it, it isn't it's, it's yeah, an individual, it, I guess, decision yeah, for the most that's part. That's what I'm saying. Everything yeah. is very individual. It depends on the uh-huh. your your own character. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not wrong. If you're raised that way, it's not wrong at all. That's how you turned out. In that well, I definitely think my parents are wrong or our parents are wrong. I definitely do think they're wrong. No, but I'm saying you're yeah. objective on how you want to raise your kids. I'm not saying you're I, wrong. For me, I say balance because yours is an extreme way where you had no fear of your father. That's an extreme way. Or for me, where I had a, a only fear of my father, that's also an extreme way. So for me, I want to go down the middle. Let's go to Let's go right down the middle where it's somewhere in between. You know what I mean? And, I mean, with anything in life, whether it's parenting, whether it's whatever job you do, duality is that key. You want to have that balance, that yin and yang. You want to have – you don't want to be too far to the left. You don't want to be too far to the right. Let's work in the middle. Take the both the, – the, excuse me, the best of both worlds, and let's find something that makes sense for everything. You know, like, you, like I said, you know, definitely our parents, I think, were way too <laughs> – way too on the right side. Yours uh, – you had no fear of your father, and that's way on the left side. Yeah, but we're talking about father figure. I'm not even bringing up my mother. How Correct. She raised me. Correct. I'm, I'm only talking about father figure. Father, yes. Yes, and I, because I'm a father. I'm not a mother. That's yeah, like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> he, he was always uh, my ears. He was always who I fell back on. Always, mm-hmm. never yelled. He always heard me out. Anything I wanted. Something ridiculous is like I would want to be like a backup. Like something cheesy. Like when I was younger, I was like, yeah. I wanted to be a backup singer. He was always like, yeah, you could do it. You could do it. Always, no matter what it was. Mm. See, I would say, like, no, fuck backup singers. You could be a forward singer. How, mm. how, would, how was your mom with you? Would she tell you, like, that's stupid. You're going to go to college oh, and be yeah. a doctor. Type that's, of thing? You're, so you're smarter with your mouth. The, the world is reversed, then. Yeah. Essentially, like, your mom is essentially being the dad. Exactly. Because that's what we but do. But my mom wasn't a big – my mom never really had time for me. So it wasn't even that she even had time to train me. But most fathers don't have time for the you're, – you're, it's just reversed for you. You came out good because it's the reversal. Normally, your mom would be taking the dad role and vice versa, but you came out good because it's a balance of Maybe both worlds, right. and it's, that's right. what I'm talking about. It's a balance, you know? Maybe you're right, but at the same time, I never really feared my mom either. Oh, you didn't fear her? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. But you were just afraid. I knew, I knew where I stood. I knew, <laughs> okay, you can't you can't take this too far on the mom or else she's going to get crazy. But it was more because I knew everything she had going on. I knew she had a lot on her plate. She didn't – she wasn't yeah. – uh, easy hand in life whatsoever but do you so think, i was always older than my age and understanding like 
No, yeah. she's going through this. Don't say anything because she's, but she's be, not going to understand. Being as smart as you are, uh, do you think that not have it, growing up without any fear of anything is a good thing or a negative thing? I don't think it's a negative thing. Yeah. I, I still respect authority completely. Uh -huh. completely. I'm not specific, saying that specifically. I do you think having fear? Role. Do you think having fear as a kid growing up is important or for no. you it wouldn't matter? No, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. No, I don't have to have any fear because I understand exactly mm -hmm. what where you can get away with things and where you, not where you can get away with things. I understand completely where. For you, it was more about uh, understanding. Maybe. Understanding, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, maybe even reason, yeah. Because my dad, he didn't have to instill fear in me mm -hmm. to make me understand how the world works. He told me, "Yo, Jess, if you're gonna mess up, this is your consequence. And are you okay with that, or are you not? Yeah. If you're not, then don't do it. It's as simple as that." So let's say you're 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 you know 30 whatever. You have your kid, 13 year, 14 year old kid comes home from school, says, "Mom, I smoke weed." What are you gonna do? Talk to him? Like, hey, don't do that. Are you gonna understand him, or are you gonna? I fuck would, his ass up. No, I would try my hardest to understand that. You're like, give me some of that good but shit. We'll, we'll, <laughs> so you're gonna try to talk to him. This is you're gonna make him understand the reasons why it's yes, wrong. I will try the best that I can to make level headed. Like, why? Well, why would you feel that you need to do that? You know, well, yeah. do you understand that this is what? I don't ever want them to fear me because when they fear you. Yeah, that's they're when they're start, not going to turn to you, yeah. and then you're in a world of hurt because and, then now they don't trust you. Yeah, and I and you. I guess that's why it's good to have two parents because you're there. I don't think you can have two parents that are the same because you can always you can always no matter what you're going to be able to trust one just a little more than the other yeah, person depends on, on how it is you know so yeah if I would I remember if I would tell my dad yeah you fucking mop my ass up but I think if you tell my mom. So be upset, but I think she kind of handles it a different way. Well, you know, you don't want to do that. You know, your dad will be pissed. Or this Same, blah, yeah. Blah. So, yeah, I yeah. guess it's, I guess you, it's better to ask the question, like, what would, if you're, if you came to you and your husband, what would you do? Cause I think it is, well, you're saying that, you know, you shouldn't fear them, but I guess the way you, I know. you know, same with you. You're like, you know, one person is a disciplinarian where the other person is just a nurturing yeah this I mean, is why had a moment. This is, uh, she had a moment yeah because yeah, i was gonna ask you because i know your dad because you know we, we actually hung out with his you know when we we're growing up his dad would take us everywhere so but he'd also be disciplinary like we screwed up he'd always be telling us hey knock it out this and that what was your mom was she like uh hey you don't want to do that or was she just upset as upset as your dad i don't think uh, so it, i mean it, i never it, got it, that around yeah i think she was as around. upset but your dad was definitely the one who inflicted the discipline but it well, yeah, there's always that. I just mean like uh, in terms of, like if my mom was around and I cut up or something like yeah, if she wouldn't come at me the exact same way as my dad would. But like she'd my dad, you, like any, just tell your dad. <laughs> yeah, not so much that you know, because I mean you know she got her licks in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just mean, I just mean more like my dad. You know, like anywhere we were at, like whether there were people around or not, like if I fucked up, like he would make an example out of me, and oh, I think wow. that was the worst thing. For me, it's not so much like what he did, but like doing it in front of everybody, just like looking around and just like seeing, like just like. Oh, fuck. Well, I just like, I was really like, good. He was a badge of honor. Fuck that subway. He's unconscious. Fuck yeah. I I just remember like for my mom, I remember I could always talk my way out of shit with my mom. Like if there was something I went oh, like mom, but you don't understand. I get it, and she's like. Oh yeah, maybe. And like, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I. But with my dad, he's he just gave me this look, like fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't talk my way out of it. Yeah, I couldn't talk my way out of it with him. Whatever, you know that kind of thing. I don't know. It, yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, you're right. With my mom, you can get away with anything. And as soon as my dad gets on, we always say, as soon as the bug pulls up, fun's over, man. Yeah, we're gonna get it now. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked up throughout the day. Something. Yeah, he's gonna mop our asses up and shit. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a good thing to have that fear and respect type of thing. 
uh, growing up. But I wouldn't know any other way. I wouldn't know. I don't think they should fear you. But then at the same time, uh, you don't Fear's know any other way either. Then they can't tell you. They can't turn to you. When I shouldn't be able to talk to my dad about uh, about what I'm. Hey, Dad, I have these feelings for a girl. The fuck. He would look at me like you're stupid, son. Well, that's because you're a boy. It's a different dynamic. It is a little different because you are because. You know what? You're right. It is a big difference between. There's lots of factors for that also. The, because the way I speak to Gwen is 100 percent different than the way I speak to Tommy. 100 percent different, and it and it and I want Gwen to talk about relationships because I want to give her advice on things. Yeah, because see, you want to be there for her. You don't want her to fear you. No, no, I do want you her to fear me. I'm not, not. That goes without saying. But I need. I just there's a balance but, because. But I think what you're saying is also mm-hmm. you want to, they they have to have an outlet. I think you can be Correct. that way. Because yes. Jack is, is is nurturing. If she was a yeah. complete fucking bitch, yeah. then you have to like, ah, oh, it's fucked up. I have to be the person they come to. Yes, exactly. So yeah, if you're a single parent, then yes, you know, you have to really. That's gonna be completely different when your parents aren't together or not in the same household. That's a whole other set of issues right there. That's yeah. gotta be a whole other completely different story. That yeah. I, I didn't even know how how that would work. Cause, you know. Yeah, I guess I have no place in this conversation, knowing that I don't have any kids. I'm not raising anybody myself. No, that's not true I because you I were raised. Weren't you a yeah. kid? Weren't you raised? So yeah, you do have a place. Yeah, because we're bringing yeah. up stories from well, how we were raised yeah. and then how we're essentially raising our kids. So I know, you, but you're you guys are raising your kids a certain way depending on your dynamic. I don't know. I don't have any kids. I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm not doing what my dad was doing. I'm doing something the complete opposite, and he's the same way. We're not going as bad as our dads were. Yeah. We're finding a different middle, a happy middle. Well, I'm just say I just like I said for me personally, like your was an extreme way for you because you had no fear of your father. For us, it was a different way because we had only extreme, only fear of our father. Where I, for me personally, I'm finding a happy middle. Mm-hmm. I want to be their friends. I want to be their parent at the exact same time. And I think at certain topics, you know, if you're if you're if you know if it's uh something bad like yeah, dad, I smoke weed. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have zero fucking tolerance for that. Or I won't say weed, but just let's say drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. zero tolerance. He needs to understand that. That's fucking zero. But let's say I fucking, I don't know, I wrote a cuss word at school. All right, man, come here, dude. This is why you don't do that, blah, 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 this and that. I guess you got to pick the topics. Mm-hmm. You can't be that hard. Well, I, I just don't feel that you can be a hard ass with every single thing. But I think yeah. some things, like, I fucking hit my cousin with the bat. Come here, because I'm going to hit you with the same fucking battles. bat. I'm going to I'm gonna hit you with that bat, because I want zero. I don't ever want to be this shit brought up again. But if you do something stupid, I got I to gotta see in school. All right, man, come here, dude. You know what? We're going to talk about this, blah, 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 and this is why you don't do this. We'll skew away. We'll skew. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, see, with me, like, with my parents, if I I ever got bad grades, my my dad always said, well, you you know you can do better. You know, that would always get me. Like, he he thought so high of me. Like, I felt like I had Mm -hmm. to rise up. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to disappoint him. On my mom's side, if I would get bad grades, she'd be like, "Well, then I'm up. They're not my fucking grades. They're yours. It's your fucking life. I don't give a fuck." What you said is what you said, but what you said is perfect though, because you had you had a that technically is being raised with fear because you had a fear of letting your dad down. I mean, yeah, whether I it's you could say that, yes. it's not I a fear of it's not a fear of disciplinary actions, mm-hmm. but you definitely had a disappointing fear disappointing him. Exactly, and that's You're actually right. a, that's actually a, a tactic as well from him. Very smart You're tactic, right. You're because right. he's like, "Fuck me," you know. I, I'm afraid to let my dad down. I do not want to do this, and that's a part of but it. But see, that know? was a friendship, not a friendship, but I. I saw Correct, him as yeah. so important that I, I didn't want to let him down. And it you still do, I, and that's important. That's important now because that affects your life now. But I didn't and fear is like, a factor. Oh, Dad, I, I, I did this. Are you going to get mad at me? He, was, he would yeah. always be like, you know, you can always come to me if you ever need Yeah, and that's not necessarily has to be that. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that, I, especially I for girls. I didn't want to disappoint him. Especially mom, for girls. like, well, fuck you. It's your life. I don't give a fuck. You do what you want. Especially for girls. The reason why is because 
everything that you have of your father is a reflection of your relationship later in life. And the reason why that's important, especially not the fearing for thing, because you shouldn't fear whoever you end up with. You shouldn't fear him because like, fuck, he's going to, he's going to beat me or he's going to, he's going to yell at me or be verbally abusive. Yeah. Oh, thank you. He's going to be verbally abusive, whatever. The, the fear you should have is like, I don't want to let my husband down. down. I don't want to hurt my husband's feelings. I don't want to hurt his feelings, really. That's why that's perfect. But the the fear fact, the fear is a factor, basically. You know what I'm saying? But But just in different aspects, you know? But I remember talking to my dad about my ex when I first met him when I was 15. I I pray to God I have that conversation with Gwen. I pray to God that I have that. I I needed to feel like like I could tell him. That way he could give me his honest advice. And when we would go through stupid little petty breakups... I'd always lean on my dad, and my dad would always be there to try to comfort me, try to make me feel better. He would go out of his way to cheer me up, and I remember that to this day. Yeah. And so I think it's really important that she has she, a female can feel like she can tell her father whatever happens, because then she knows whatever decision. Say, say if I, I don't know, let's just say he was pressuring me into doing something I didn't feel comfortable, which is not the case. I'm just saying as an example. Adopting a African child. Yeah, let's just say that. Sure, okay, cool. sure, sure. <laughs> I would be, first person, I wouldn't be afraid to tell my father, be afraid of his repercussion or the consequence of how he would treat me. I would, wouldn't be afraid of also, I would go right to him and tell him, hey, dad, this is what's going on. This is what mm-hmm. he wants me to do. What should I do? My dad would give me his honest advice, and I, I respected him so much that I would hear his advice, and it would influence the way, okay, it would teach me, like, oh, I understand, I, maybe I should go about it this way. Yeah. And then I, I never had that fear of him, so I was able to make good choices because I could lean on him. I didn't feel like I had to hide anything. I didn't feel like I had to not tell him the truth or bend the truth. Yeah, I, I definitely... could tell him 100% honest, he'd give me his opinion, yeah. and I can make an educated adult decision on how to move forward. I definitely think more parents now get that confused where they think that the fear and so that, that happened with our parents, like I definitely couldn't talk to my parents about, or my dad about anything See, personally. If you couldn't talk to them, like mm-hmm. that, that would lead you to make decisions you weren't even you don't mm-hmm. even know how to make those decisions because you're so young yeah and then you might make the wrong decision because you didn't have anybody yeah to, to well talk you. well talks did, that's not fair because talks did come afterwards but for the most part what i'm saying is like i didn't feel like i could talk to him about any any everyday shit that was going on mm-hmm. because the fear is so installed like i said you know that's different from what i'm doing now with our show specifically because mm-hmm. you want them to have that buddy you know you want to have those life talks quote-unquote life talks with them on an everyday basis, not just because when we had them, it was after we just got the shit beat out of us, and it was it was after like they just we fucked up, they beat our ass, and then they're telling us like, and the, and we, we just feel even more bad. I emotion. hit you with the toaster, but yeah. I still love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put your hand yeah. in the toaster. But... I should I shouldn't have rubbed your ass with your eyes. Yeah, but I love you though. I right? have that no right? memory of being hit. <laughs> No memory of that. I got hit like a week ago for my dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. To this day, I still need it every now and then. You know? That's what it is. My mom hit me like maybe three times in my life with a wooden spoon, and that's all it took. Wooden spoon? Man. No, that's all it took, and I was like, nope. Times. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I, I really think that boils down to our character. Pepper spray in the nostril. It's, it's all. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on you and how you learn. Might have hit me yeah, well, you definitely want to be... Parenting was depth better than your parents were, right? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you you have to like while spanking is still the the option for certain things. I don't it doesn't I don't want to have to have to discipline them for me to have those talks with them. If we're watching Alice in Wonderland, me and Gwen, me and Tom are having a conversation about how 
uh, about how life may uh, may be a dream. Maybe we may be thinking about existence, right. and maybe existence isn't real. Maybe we are dreaming right now, and I'm we're really not here now. And we're having these you know philosophical conversations. I want that to be present in the fact that I so I can influence them in a different way, where they can like, hey, dad, what do you think about this or that? Like, hey, this is what I thought I really about respect it. Respect your opinion. It doesn't necessarily have to come from something that you fucked up. Now it's time for me to teach you a lesson. We're just having talks all the time. It doesn't have to be about anything else. However, the fear needs to be a factor because that's where kids... Well, I'm, I'm not saying for you because you happen to be a good girl. You, you're not a bad little kid. Were you a bad little girl growing up? No, exactly. Me in trouble. Exactly. If so you, you can't. Even talk to yeah. me in a way that it made me feel bad. I was like, oh no 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 no. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to. You weren't the average kid that fucks up, that breaks something, <laughs> that fucking, you know, that that does something, everything where you have to discipline them. You weren't that average kid, so it's really hard for. You know, for you to get it when, like, you but were... See, I wasn't that way because I was able to lean on my dad and he was able to talk to me. I had such a close yeah. relationship where you were afraid I didn't to feel let like him down. I needed to be defiant. You were afraid to let him down. Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed to be defiant. I didn't feel like I had mm. to get away with anything. I could just tell him right up, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I didn't That's feel true. like I had to go behind yeah. him. I know, I know what Carl's brings only anything less than an A, he can tell me, but I'm going to hit him with an extension cord. That makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's necessary, right? It's, yeah, you they, Your kids <laughs> always need to feel like they can come to you, no matter what it is. If they have to fear you, they're going to try to sneak things behind your back, and yeah, but, that's going to lead to problems. Yeah, but part of that, too, is you got to do halfway, too, because too many parents think that, that we're like, you know, my kids should be able to come to me about anything. Like, hey, man, like, you got to go to your... A lot of times, your kids, maybe, whether how good a parent you are, they may not want to come to you. And you got to go to them, like, hey, is there anything troubling? You know, just randomly ask that stuff. And that's important, too. With the first time, okay, I'm going to get real personal here. The first time that I got, that my family found out that I was gay. No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) That I might, that I was sleeping, you know, the first time ever. That you were permissive. Not permissive. Not not a virgin. Yes, not a virgin. Hold on. How old are you? 16? That's realistic. And that, thank you you said that because Jackie is so unrealistic with this. I keep telling Jackie, like, dude, it's going to happen. You just got to be prepared for it. Stop trying to try to, like, it's wait till she's married. Stop trying to do that bullshit. That doesn't happen yeah. anymore. That, yeah. marriage, that marriage thing, very, very, uh, very uh, unique individual. Yeah. Um, that can happen to her. It doesn't happen anymore. And don't expect happen. it. Like, I, I, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. Thank no, you very no, much. No, no, no. So Go the first time that that happened... My, when my mom freaked, my mom found out, she freaked out. And I, I was so terrified. I mean, I remember being so sad thinking, oh, my dad will never, like, oh, my God, my dad finds out. My dad had the complete opposite reaction. He was with open arms. I remember when I first saw him, he mm-hmm. hugged me. He said, it's okay, Jess, it's okay. No matter, you're all right. Like, because I was freaking out because my mom, my mom called this big old meeting with my mom, my grandma, my dad. Yeah, oh yeah. His mom, his dad. Your, your mom is his... very different because that's what he's saying. Is like that's a white person thing. Because no, Mexican moms are not. They're not calling a meeting. They want to keep it quiet because they want to beat the shit out of you. Both in, parties in involved to exactly. talk about it. And when, oh, when I no, saw no. my dad, Some when my dad got there, I just, I lost it. I'm thinking he's never going to forgive me. No, my dad came and he hugged me. He's, he's the only one on your side, dad. basically, right? Yes, he was yeah. the only one on my side. And he said, he's like, Jess, I know from the day that you were born that this would happen one day. Sorry. I know that, that it's going to happen. It doesn't surprise me. You're, you're, it's going to happen. And just him telling me that, I was able to open up to him and tell him exactly. And I always had him 
mm-hmm. there, like always, you know, I could lean on whatever. My mom, I since she blew up so bad, it made me fear, not fear her, but to say how you guys are saying fear, I'm going to use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Made me feel like I couldn't turn to her, made me feel like I was wrong, like I was bad. I shut her out and I just leaned on my dad so much because he was really there for me. He always, he made me feel like it, it was normal. It's okay. Like as long as you feel this way, it's all right. Just And I, I was open to him and I told him exactly what was going on and he really made me see it in a very mature way and yeah. I was able to continue going on the way in a mature adult way. That's a I very progressive way of thinking. Yes. Yeah. I, I never felt like I was going behind anybody's back. I never even had that. Well, I went out of control or anything like that. So I, I really think it's important that a daughter is able to tell her father exactly what's going on. That way he can help her. Yeah, that, He that, can tell her exactly what's going on. Yes, you're right. That's important. But that's only a factor of part of the importance of being over a parent. That's a very important. But like I said, there's other, other definitely other factors to it. Yeah. Of course. I feel that's like I said though that's very important. I like to think that I feel the same way. I hope not to be in that situation. If I am, I am. Yeah. So what what would have, what would you do if when or Tommy? Tommy's the same thing. Would, man. would you would you be with him the same way? Yes, exact same way. Because like you know, honestly, I see him even now now, and I you know, like I said, I'm against censorship. Like, hey, fucking is fucking. You're gonna get to that point where you're gonna be like your dick's gonna be thinking for you. I tell Tommy this. I don't tell Gwen this because I wanted it to be a little bit more uh, gentleman like. I guess you could say. <laughs> but I tell him, hey, Tommy, fucking is fucking, dude. You're gonna get to a point where you ain't thinking it now, but. You're gonna think with your dick, and you need to you need to be smarter than your dick, you know. Yeah. And it's you know it's something that you're gonna probably lose the battle, but I'm telling you now so you know. And you're gonna get to that situation where you can outthink it, you know. Maybe hopefully, uh, you know, wrap it up, wrap it up, you know. <laughs> For Gwen, it's Gwen's tricky, you know, you know, because she has this kind of mentality where like. Oh, and I'm not I'm not doing that shit till I'm married. Oh, fuck, screw that bullshit. I'm like, I'm glad you had the mentality, but that's probably unrealistic. And she's like, mm, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably is, but I don't. I, I just want you to know, like, if it happens, it happens. Be safe. Be, you know, I'm trying. Hey, there to you that. go. Mm-hmm. That's great. She needs to feel. It's really important yeah. that she feels mm-hmm. that she can tell you because when it happens and she goes and she tells you, depending on how you react. Is how she's going to see things. I, I, ha- I have a feeling Jack is going to be the crazy one. Well, just from based on reactions, uh, Jack is going to be, because Jack is like, no, no my baby is until she's married. She's, she's not getting married until she's 40. I'm like, that. babe, that's not realistic. <laughs> Dude, that's just, you're, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> I'm like, you're out of your goddamn mind. I actually like the, the, your dad approach when, when, yeah. when Patty. No, I sure don't. <laughs> oh my God. I sure do not like that. Fucking high to the right. Get the you're I own you. I don't okay. want to see that That's fucking bastard. I don't want to see that child again. My mom kicked yeah. me out. You my too? mom was done with me. She you was... weren't even pregnant. You just had no, sex, right? No, yeah. She kicked yeah, me out. Exactly. She didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a as high as the right I've ever seen oh in the family. Oh, my God. That's pretty Fuck bad. Out. I disown you. Like, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. How bad, yeah. huh? We're talking about my older sister. Sounds on real world. It was bad. It's really so important. Like, if. I'm struggling. I'm trying to think in my head of how to explain this yeah. verbally, but it's really so important when mm-hmm. I, how I knew that my dad was okay. It, it just changed the way that I, I I grew up and I saw it in a different way. I saw it. You know, you know right now, especially with the hat, because shattering your. Do you get the Margot Robbie thing a lot or no? Yeah, just from you. Okay. I'm that's the only one I get. Uh, that's the girl who's playing. Uh, yeah, right. You agree? You agree? Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. So it's okay, just from three. So three now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, or maybe Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. What's that? Yeah, so focus. I get Natalie Portman a lot. Who do you get? Natalie Portman. No, definitely Margot Robbie more than Natalie Portman. I get Channing Tatum. Yeah. Ace Ventura, actually. I tell him he does. Yes. It really is. I guess I can only speak from experience. I can't speak for everybody, but. It really did change the way that I saw relationships. Oh, man. I thought we were still talking about Margot Robbie. Oh, okay. You can only speak for experience. Go for it. Go for it. Let's talk about Margot Robbie. Actually, you made a good point. So the way you see relationships in general, elaborate on that, please. How do you see relationships in general? That's a very broad question. I don't even it's know a very general question. Yeah, I don't even know how to answer that. I well, guess said, I saw it in a very mature way. I mm-hmm. didn't see it as... I, my dad told me, like... How can I say this? He, I, I didn't see it as such a little kid naive, like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's love or it's this or it's that. I saw it as, you're an adult. This is your decision. This was gonna happen one way. Just be responsible. That's it. That's I felt a great like way I could to always look at it, lean yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could always lean on him. The way that he, the way that he took it. Do you think? Do you responded? feel that you grew up with like a single parent? I mean, you're essentially kind of throwing your mom under the bus. Yeah. But you, that's because your dad set those so much. Yeah, my so? dad taught me how. Everything that I am, my dad taught me. Like, yeah. Even female hygiene and female how to take care of yourself as a woman, how to carry yourself as a woman, anything like that, I learned it all from my dad. I didn't huh. learn it from my mom. She she had a very hard, she was dealt a very hard hand Same. in life. She didn't have any time for me, anything like that. She had, it was all the younger ones, what she had going on herself, and I was just there to help her. So it, it was a little bit different. So anything I learned, I learned it from my dad. You grew up in the same household? Like, were they together the whole... The no, whole? they separated when I was in kindergarten, so... Oh, okay, so, okay. They separated. Yes, because I know that all, like, wow, it's like that that contrasting, you know, thoughts, you know, or, or you know, perspectives, you know, so early on, but oh, no, they were yeah. separated early They're, on. Okay. They, they separated early on. So mm-hmm. everything I know, everything that I am is because of my dad. Like, mm-hmm. He taught me everything. So, but being able to lean on him in moments like that really taught me what to see in somebody else really taught me of, of where the standard lies, what to accept and what not to accept mm-hmm. and it, things like that. So I think it's really important. If I wasn't able to lean on my dad at that time when I got busted for sleeping with my boyfriend of, I think a year at that time. What, is it, what do you mean by busted? Like I got caught. Hot. I got caught. Yeah, but, but, Not red handed, yeah. but I got caught. There's a difference. Yeah, like, <laughs> like uh, I think he he didn't clean up. He didn't throw some stupid shit away. Condom? So they found it. Yeah. You use her condom? Yeah. So they Ooh. found it. So that's how I got caught. And that's how my mom figured out, oh, my gosh, she's not a virgin or whatever. So I think. You were 16? I was 16. Yeah, I was around 16. What are you going to do? What's up? For me? When, when, if, if you catch a. I just told the dude. Are you gonna fucking go nuts in private, and then when you come out, hey, that's all it is. (laughs) More than likely, yeah. Honestly, like, like I was thinking about, like, if the dude's a douchebag, I don't even know if I can control myself. (laughs) I know, because that's another thing. If the guy's nice, like, he's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. dude, He's pissed off, but he's a good guy. He's gonna take care of this. He's alright. The guy's a douchebag. Like, I will fuck you both. I will gonna fucking (laughs) kill the fuck out of you. I'm gonna Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, your ass, bitch. I was straight up, yeah. and you know what? I was it was kind of leading to the way that I feel like I've me me and Love had a conversation before, but how like this generation is one of the first generations where the parents are literally pretty much cooler than the kids' generations. You know, you're in that generation where like 
you can look up and they can be pretty nerdy and we're looking at them like, man, this ain't shit. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you think you're doing something bad, nigga? You know who I wasn't? You, you were in that generation where, where right now, there was never a generation before this like that was. Yo, was I remember a specific instance. And me and Black to this day, we still fucking talk about it. We say one word. So my dad was telling us that I guess we did some stupid. Me and him, I don't know what it was. Whether yeah. it was, it's something fucking dumb. And my dad was essentially trying to get to the point, motherfucker, I've done worse shit than you did. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, Dad. I mean, I see some people, right? And he goes, oh, and he comes up to me, and he goes, he goes, you know, I guess, I guess, I think we had said some bad words, or we had a conversation yeah. with a bunch of bad words, and maybe my mom said, I don't know what it was. Yeah. But he, my dad wanted to convey to us that he had done a lot and knows a lot worse shit. Yeah. And he goes to me, motherfucker. Well, I, I don't think he said that because he never called us that. But he goes, do you know what a homophotite is? And I'm sitting there like for years, for years, bro. I'm like, homophotite. And then me and Black, to this day, we still fuck around. He meant hermaphrodite. Oh, shit. He meant hermaphrodite. Oh, and that's when it hit me. I know I'm fucking cooler than my dad. Yeah. I know. I know way that's worse. That's because I, I remember he was like homophotite. I'm like, and I was saying, I was he was yelling at me. I'm like, what that is? I remember as black what homophotite is. I, I swear to God, he was so laughing because we still because he was yelling at both of us. I'm like, what the fuck's some homophotite? And later on, and like, I think he meant hermaphrodite. That's when it hit me. Like. Yeah, we've done worse than my fucking dad has ever fucking done, bro. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Aphrodite and Hermes together. That's from Aphrodite, yes, of Homophotite. Homophotite. Ho- the, tell it to black Yeah, people. yeah. Who's the homophotite? Homophotite? <laughs> really? <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, I feel like, like, uh, there's no... Okay, like, perfect example. I remember seeing this funny, like, video slash little Snapchat where, like, uh, the, the guy is, like, putting his daughter to sleep and his daughter is like, Dad... Sing me a song from your childhood, and it's like, okay, okay, honey, here you go. First off, fuck your bitch in the clip you claim. Niggas be, yeah, and he's saying some hard shit. And we kind of briefly had this conversation a few episodes ago. Do you remember this? Where we're like, what, what are they going to talk about? Like, what the rap music is now? Like, Drake, Lil Wayne, kind of. Oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. the lyrics aren't even close to the shit we had. And keep in mind, that's just like regular modern rap. Like, me and Tommy, Tommy's listening. Tommy's listening to ICP now. Yep. Like, there's no... That's like, how hard, more hardcore can you get than that? Do you know what ICP is? <laughs> Insane Clown Posse. Have you heard of Insane Clown Posse? I haven't. It's... It, well, I was just they're, saying, they're like... misunderstood a clown. I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Misunderstood, right? <laughs> so I was just saying, like, there's nothing that, from his generation, music-wise yeah. or movie-wise, that's going to come out that's more hardcore than the shit we grew up with. There's, like, a pinnacle. There's a pinnacle that he gets hit. There's a zenith. And we we came up with where there was a zenith that was reached. There was a limit that was reached, and now everything is kind of like washed down, watered down, lower. You know, the, every, you know. So anything that they kind of learn is not going to be as hardcore as the shit we know or the shit we we learn. And there's this. It kind of transfers to like like these little guys is making wearing skinny jeans, part of their generation. I'm making fun of them. Fuck these oh, guys. Yes. You, know? you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that happen? Man, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> these hipster-looking douchebags. Like, you can go fuck yourselves, and I'm going to beat your fucking ass, right? Like, I think. So any boyfriend or girlfriend that Tommy or Gwen have when they're older or within the next five years, I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to be very judgmental. Especially now, because Gwen, goes to, Gwen and Tom go to kind of a, like a white school, and... All their friends, all their parents are literally twice my age. So, so whenever we go to parent your conference, it's like, oh, I'm Gwen's, I'm Gwen's parents. Who are you? 
like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going you to see what's up to the teacher like this. What's up, what's up, <laughs> so, so, so they're literally like in their 40s, almost 50, some of them, and like, oh shit, like, and I'm the only fucking dude that's barely 30, you know, and I, 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 and I feel like shit, man, like all these niggas, like, <laughs> they don't know, like, <laughs> how are they gonna, I'm, I'm feeling bad for their, as parents, how are they gonna relate to their kids when their kids from teenagers? There's no way, there's fucking no way they're gonna do their, their thing, you know, uh, it's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be curious. Like, but I think I have a head up on that. I think me and Gwen, me and Tom, we're going to have this cool little thingy where, we, you know, kind of like you and your dad were just, you know, where we, we kind of just, we get it, you know. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing to have. Yeah, I think you more people open. With, you need to make sure they know that they can turn to you no matter what it is. Even yeah. if you're not, you don't accept it or you don't like the idea, they need to feel that you're at least you're going to listen to me you're going to help them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. Yeah. But who knows? Because when I was a kid, I was a teenager. I was. I, I feel bad for my. You know, fuck. What'd you have bad. to talk? What'd you have to talk? Man, I what remember, do you mean? I remember Carlos was three years old when I had to talk with me. No, I never had it because we had HBO. <laughs> we had HBO, so I never had it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll be an example right now. Going eight and eight and eleven. I know they don't need to talk right now because when we were. I remember. Uh, Years ago, years ago, when Gwen maybe was like six or seven, Tom was even younger than that. Um, I remember hearing them out of the door, and they're like, oh, they're whispering to each other, like, no, no, let's not go in. They're doing married people stuff. <laughs> and I just was like, I remember kind of laughing, and I was like, at the same time, I was like, yeah, that's right. They, they knew about it before we even had to do something, you know, like, mm-hmm. they know what's up, you know, we don't have to. We don't have to tell them. I, I don't want to have that awkward conversation with them. <laughs> you don't want the birds and the bees, yeah. And I guess we all dread it. Well, I, maybe, as you know, a, a year or two from now, maybe I'll let them know, yeah, the sperm goes to the egg and, you know, scientifically explain it. Yeah, how exactly know. are we going to do that? Look who's talking. Look who's talking. Talk? The twin, yeah. he goes well, in the wee wee. Exactly. Well, they already know what sex is. They know what sex is. <laughs> I, don't, I, cheeseburger I, I don't believe in censorship. They know what sex is. They know what fucking is. I'm not trying to. If they want to know the science, science behind it, I explain that to them. But they you're know. are gonna the learn rest. that in school, anyways. I'm saying, you're, how are you gonna handle the talk? Well, I don't think I have to have it's the talk. It's more animated anymore. if we do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I have to. That's my point. I don't think I have to have the talk with them because I, like I said, I'm. So you're not sense. gonna have a talk. What do, they already know. What awkward talk am I gonna have with them if they already know what sex is and what? I know, you, know, you don't are. necessarily have to talk about exactly what sex is. You can talk about the partner. And what guys are going to be looking for. Well, that's a relationship talk, which is not yeah, a sex well, talk. That's well, are you going to have a relationship talk? Well, we already have. Like, seven of them already, you know. Like, oh, okay. the whole point about meeting someone who, you know, yeah, that, that talk's been had with both of them. Mm-hmm. And, right, for the first, like, actually more than a few times, but the first two times was I was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to, they were telling me, like, I don't think I'm ever going to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, mm. I'll keep that Exactly. So then, so then I became more of a, like, yeah, dude, so you trust gotta me. you got to make sure that you're open so that when that ever happens, that they can lean on you. Me, me, I'm open? Yeah, I'm definitely open. I'm the only one well, that's open. Yeah, but if you Jackie's know. the one that's naive. What? <laughs> that's what I tell my son. Yeah. Like, hey, stop watching those fucking games, man. Those fucking videos. You're not going to have a fucking girlfriend, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want pussy? Come on, boy. Don't you want some pussy? Come on. Let's go to the bar. Sure, I'll teach you. I'll teach you how to get some pussy. Mm. It's very important. And it's funny because you definitely treat as, as having a boy and a girl. 
you definitely treat each one of them differently because yeah. you want the girl to be treated like a gentleman should treat her. So you open doors for her, you be courteous, you and that kind of thing. And it's a subconscious influence. You're not literally telling her that kind of thing, but it's all subconscious. You want her to feel open for you. You want her to feel comfort for you. You want her because basically, like I don't know if your dad noticed it, and it seems like he did. But for me, I 100% sure, like, dude, I know whoever my girl falls in love with, my daughter, is going to be someone who's a reflection of myself. So you, I want him to be kind of that, you better treat her nice, at the same time, not be a dumbass. You know, because there's a subtle difference. Most people, most girls fall for the first guy who's a fucking dumbass, and that's I the think, I think it's like, you know, they, they go for the bad boys, but she wouldn't You're shaking your head, you know that, or what's up? I'm just laughing because I agree with what you're saying. What? Elaborate, because you're a girl. I don't know. I'm I'm assuming you're you're the one that can actually tell me. You want to grow us like that, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Like, like when I meet someone, and um, I'm not saying I've been single for I don't know how, not even that long. So, but I've always known the relationship that I was in. I was like, he doesn't even come close to the kind of man that my father is. So I never thought one second that I would ever marry him. Eight I, years in, I never thought. But you were with uh, we, we, Josh for a long time, right? He was a good guy. But you were with Josh for a long time, right? Yeah. Did you find that relationship? Like, he seemed opposite to me of your father, right? So yeah, how did that I go never, through? I, he was never on the same page. Yeah, so that how did that go through for you to even be Because interested? I knew he was a good guy, and I knew he deserved someone good, and he was doing the best that he could. So I never I never thought that he was, um, how do I say this? I knew he was a good guy, so I, I thought maybe he would grow up. But it never happened. Hoping for it? Was yeah. that the mother instinct in you, you think? No. I just, I didn't know how to get out because he was a good guy and I didn't want to hurt him. Hmm. It's as simple as term as I like to put it. Honestly. It's almost like you didn't want to disappoint him. No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I just, I knew he was a good guy and I know a lot of guys out there are not the same, especially this generation. So I thought, <laughs> good like... Well, you know he's a good guy, but he had obviously you guys broke up because of uh, his thought process or his thoughts, right? A so bunch of different, a bunch of other things, but that's so a bunch one of them. Yes, that's one of them. Yes. Because uh, he hates America. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? He hates right? the president. He hates the people that live here. He just hates everything. Wow. Is he is he a generally angry person? Because it seems like he hates everything that, or no, just not really. He just, no. I guess those topics. He's pretty easy going, but he's very opinionated, and his way is golden. Whatever you think, if you think opposite from him, oh, you're, he'll never accept it. He thinks his way is golden and there's no other way. That makes sense. We can have him on the podcast. Yeah, I guess. He was on it. But to make fun of him. He won't talk. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won't talk. Shit. But yeah, um, where, where, what did you ask me where this popped up, Steve? What, what do you mean? Like? My, My opinion about... You had asked me, you're like, oh, yeah, your opinion, because you're shaking your head. Oh, you were agreeing with me, but it was just a thing about, um, how how we came to this topic of what? Somehow, like, raise, the way you raise a a child, like, you think that's the right way to do it. Oh, that's right, that's right, in your father's image, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was never, he never even came close, but I knew he was a good guy. I knew he wasn't a bad guy. So, do you think somewhere inside, like, he's not... uh, he, if he never lived to a certain standard that you had subconsciously, do you think that it was ever meant to work out with him? No, or, I knew I would yeah. never marry him. He That's how the excited I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, he asked me twice, and I knew that it would never ever happen. I just didn't. Him, I didn't yeah. have the strength to leave because okay. I knew he was a good guy. So I, I told myself that I was the bad person. 
that I was a bad guy. And he always made me feel like I was a bad one. Like I was oh. fucking up. That's like was not a, a good person. that's him acting like your mom though, right? Yeah. You I, think? I, 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 so that's I, him more being what you saw in him was you seeing your mother more than you seeing your father because he was like you said mentioned earlier your mother was someone who made you. Him. I didn't see him up here. I saw him down here. Well, I'm, I never thought that he was on my level. You're not comparing him to your father subconsciously. You're comparing him to your mother, someone who kind of belittled you in in a sense to have you keep your worth lower. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're right. But yeah. I never respected him as a man. I never thought that I would ever marry him. I thought he was a good choice if I ever had to, like, say if I would ever get pregnant or anything, I thought he would be a great dad. I guess I just didn't have the strength to leave because I knew he was a good guy at heart, but I knew yeah. he wasn't the guy for me. That was it. That's yeah, a good that point. That was tough, right? Years. Yeah. I mean, when was it that you started realizing this? Probably three years ago. Good. When I knew I had it to get out. I knew, when I knew I had it to get out. So five, five years in. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, I knew I had to get out about three years ago. And I just try to make it work thinking that I was a bad guy, thinking that there was something wrong with me, why I couldn't love someone that loved me so much, why I was a bad person. After a while, I thought, eh, that's not the case, just some people, you just outgrow, outgrow people. That's, yeah, I mean, you grow up and you grow wiser, hopefully. And I just was able to stand on my own two feet thinking, ah, I really don't need anyone, I, I can do it on my own, I, I, I don't need to spare I was tired of sacrificing my happiness for somebody else. That's that's it. That's you know that's the number one problem with uh, females specifically, that they think they have to um, they think they have to give up their happiness yeah, to make someone. Yeah, they have to make it work. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a nurturing thing. I think so too. It's the mother in them. Or the like family. I will, I will take the uh, I will take the fucking the shit. Yeah. Just to make provide, you guys make happy. You guys happy. Make it's, sure it's you a mother, guys are okay. It's a yeah. like um, a Hispanic mother thing, you know. Like yeah. you know, I will. Deal with all the garbage, just to put food on the table for but you guys I, and cook stuff. You know? I was never that role. Like I would always, I see his grandma treating his grandpa like she would serve him first and before. Oh, do you need anything before she was sat down? And I would always tell him, Yo, like you know, that's not gonna be me, right? Well, yeah, but that's on a conscious level. I mean, we're speaking on a subconscious level where you don't even know what's happening. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you're right. Like a reflex. All I know is that I got out once I realized it. Good I for you. Though. I needed to get out. How'd you do it, by the way? I mean, eight years, is, it's not like a year thing where... It was a clean cut. Like my circumcision. It was a clean cut. Yeah, clean, just <laughs> snip, snip, and it's done. Um, <laughs> elaborate on the snip, snip. It's more like a... We were fighting a lot. Not that uh-huh. that's out of the ordinary, because we fought a lot. Because I'm very headstrong, and I, I, I fight when I don't agree. But we were fighting really bad. I mean, I wanted to join the military. I wanted to have my own friends. I wanted to do my, I wanted my, I was always someone that wanted their independence. And if anybody challenged me, like I was up for the fight. So I would always fight. And then I knew I wanted to join the military and he tried to shut it down. And I knew I, I, I wasn't a dumbass. I knew that that's someone that you don't, you know, someone's being stupid if they're trying to mess with your dreams like that. So we were fighting, fighting, fighting all the time. He would be going through my stuff all the time. Like, he'd have my phone. He would always go through my oh, stuff. Good so Because it gets to that fucking so worst. Just, it got to the point that it bothered me to my core so much. He would always disrespect it because I would always tell him, hey, that bothers me when you do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. It bothers me. He would never, never respect it. So it got to the point that I said, I have two deal breakers in a relationship. You can't cheat on me, obviously. 
and you can't look through my that shit. Bullshit. First, can't. Bottom line, you can't cheat on me, and you don't look through my shit. Like, there's no way I would never accept it. There's no excuse for that. I give you no reason to distrust me. That's it. So one time he looked through my my things, and that's when I told him, "Hey, you do this one more time, and it's done. I don't care what your excuse is. It's done. I don't I don't care what you have to say." Yeah. Less than two weeks later. He looked through my phone, and it was that same night that I, I had just told you guys in the beginning of this night. Actually. No, let me ask you before we like you know lock your phone or you gave it to him. No, or yeah, I locked it. He just grabbed it. He, he no, he knows my password. Yeah, you never thought of password. changing it just to. Fucking I can't. You shouldn't though, but you shouldn't, right? Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't, but I I can't because he didn't have a smartphone, so his phone, my phone was his phone. So oh. when we were together, when he wanted to check the, the check the score of whatever sports game, he yeah. would use my phone because he has some like brick phone, some old school. Ah, uh, flip phone. Yeah, so something like that. So I always trusted him. Like, yeah, you can use my phone. Just don't look through my things. It's a matter of respect. I give you no reason not to. Yeah, trust serious. Me. There's no reason to be. You know, I, I talk to you all day. I go to school. I do my homework, and I'm home when I go to sleep. I'm at the gym. Like, there's no reason to think that I'm doing it. I don't have time for in a separate life. So whatever that happened. Um, and then, uh, like I said, we were just arguing all the time, and that's when I realized I was like, this this relationship is not it's not growing. I've outgrown this relationship. We're we're just not it for each other. And that's when I just decided one day, I think when you're done, you're really done. You get up and you walk away and you don't ever look back. You just realize this is not working. It's just one day you just have this epiphany. It's not that I didn't know. I've known for three years that I needed to get out, but I I didn't want to hurt him. It just came to the point that I thought being with him is hurting me. Like, and I yeah. just can't take it anymore. I can't. Yeah. I just can't sacrifice myself. It came to the point that I had to sacrifice my dream of joining the military, of being a nurse and doing this, because he wasn't okay with it. And I wasn't okay with taking that sacrifice. You shouldn't be. So I had, yeah, I had to make the decision, like, you know what? I got to pick up and leave. And I, I was scared to be on my own. I'm not going to lie. Like, I haven't been by myself in so long. I didn't know. Like, I didn't really have, other than you and Jackie, I didn't have my own friends were... It was a big step. I wasn't, I was never on my own. I mean, financially, I wasn't working. I was going to school full time. So there was that aspect where I I didn't know how I would make it. I didn't know, but I didn't let that stop me at the same time. I thought, I have to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I I think we, we stopped talking. We, start, we we got in an argument with that 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 night that I told you we got in that fight about the tattoos or whatever. We got in a huge fight, blowout fight that day, and that's when I I didn't say anything. I just that's when I knew it was done. We didn't talk for about two days, and then finally I let him know. I was like, hey, I was gonna wait until you were you texted me first to argue, but there's no point. It's over. I I'm done. You looked through my things yet again when I told you not to. You were to telling do it. him or texting him? I, I texted him. Uh, my friend, my, yeah, I know, I know. A lot of, <laughs> oh my God. I didn't want to do it because you don't understand. When we fight, we Us. we fight. He fists each other. I didn't want to. I didn't want to see him because I knew it would get to that point. Wow. That's what I had to do. It's pretty Holy bad. Shit. I I didn't want to see him, so that that's what I I I had to tell him through text because I knew in person things would get out of wow, him. Wow, that's crazy. So I had to, I had to send the text. So I sent the text to, and then I once I sent the text, I left. I was with my friend that night. Yeah. In case he would go over to my house, I wasn't home. So he Damn. had no choice. So um, I sent him the text and I said, "Yo, you, you looked through my things. 
you make me feel like I can't have friends, you don't support my dreams, it's done, don't ever, don't bother trying to change my mind, because that's it, I made up my mind, it's hold done. On, hold on, did you unfollow him and unblock him on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I that's when it's official. Yeah, that's when it is official. Yeah, yeah, You're I not broken up until you change it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I changed, yeah. yeah, I changed, yeah, like I'm saying, <laughs> I think we all can relate to this, that once you know you're done with something, you're done, you're 100%, done. yeah. Yeah, you, you, you get up, you walk away, and you don't ever look back. That's exactly what happened. And then I told him that, and he, I think his response was, he accused me of cheating, which is some chicken shit bullshit. And I was like, yeah, you're just a fucking idiot. Like, okay, goodbye. Yeah, sure. And that was that. It was a clean cut, and I've been better ever since. Like, I'm, I think I was telling Steve and Jackie when I first told them, like, I've never been happier in my life. It's mm-hmm. like, really, like, you, you cut off an egg. I was surprised. He was like, man, you've never been happy? And I was, when you told me that, I was very surprised. I'm telling you, it was a very, yeah. it wasn't a bad It's a good thing, though. A good you, know, I've, you know, we've all been in bad, bad relationships. It helps you grow, because now, you know, like, I had a, a girlfriend that was a crazy white chick. I know I know who to stay away from. Like, back then, it's like, you the almost wanted. Gotta be careful. Fuck the white girls, man. But it's just, now it's like, you know, like, you know, who the fuck to stay away from? Like, yeah, if you're even a little bit crazy, fuck you. I'm old. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 19 years old. Back then, when you were 19, it's fun. Because you, you fucking love to wake up, you know, or you love to try to wake up and see if she has, bitch hasn't stabbed you yet, you know. But it's like, now I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm fucking done yeah, with that Yeah, I'm, I'm so. done with it, yeah. Wow, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, when, once you know you're done, you're done, and you just get up and walk away, and you don't have to look back. Hopefully. You're better for it. That's, that's the way to go, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to get into some fan questions. Fan questions, we're almost at that mark. Um, <laughs> first one is from... D.O.B. Prod, uh, Frank on the videos. Um, all right, that, what, what are you guys? Uh, ran into my bar last month. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, he's a listener to the podcast. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, Frank. He asked, "What's better, Jack Daniels or Maker's Mark?" Makers, 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 Makers. That's all you, right? That's one of the drinks you drink no matter what, right? Hey, well, when I was young, I started off with Jack Daniels, and I little by little, I just kind of made my way up to Makers. What's the other one? What's the one after Jack Daniels? Maker's Mark, right? Maker's Mark. Yeah. yeah. Is it good or no? It's good. It's good. I think it's better than Jack. I, honestly, yeah, it's yeah. definitely. It's not Jack. What about you, Jesse? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't drink Jack Daniels or Maker's Mark. Yeah, it's... I don't think I've ever drank Maker's Mark. Jack Daniels definitely. I've thrown up to this shit. Of yeah. course, oh, same, yeah. Man, same. <laughs> That's one of the stories that I told you that you will never hear again. <laughs> I will never hear again? Come on. Unless like, you get drunk again to that point where you're not going to remember anything that we talked about, then Let's do it. Maybe. We got plenty of beer. So. There we go. We got some. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank, for that question. Uh, Lucy Darling 27 asks... Why? What did you do? Uh, the question I asked on Instagram was me talking shit about Facebook getting blocked. So that's she's. I'm assuming she's referring to why? What did you do? Uh, honestly, I, I All posted the dick pics, bro. You can't yeah, that's what it was, right? At least I have a big dick. Or something. Uh, I posted actually a, it's a little uh, eggplant emoji. Yeah, the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, fucking chicken nugget. Or something. I actually posted a meat. Chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Those are delicious. The baby chorizo. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> Is that a new emoji? It should be, or it's gonna be. Dear Lord. Uh, it was a Mia, uh, Lucy, it was a Mia, uh, Lucia, it was a Mia Khalifa picture of her oh. getting double teamed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's why I got, okay, oh. That'll do it. Honey That'll Badger, Honey Badger 79. Honey Badger 79, uh, he's one of the co-hosts of the Retro Convo. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, they're a great, great, great podcast. Honey Badger don't care. The Retro Convo, uh, they do pretty much only 90s, like, reviews of TV shows, toys, movies, 
Like from the 90s, they review it. They're, What's it called again? Retro- the Retro Convo. They're they're pretty badass. Oh. They recently did The Rocketeer, and I used to love that movie. <laughs> the Rocketeer. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. And they did yeah. a really good job covering that movie. So, how do you recommend? Yep, yeah, I, on iTunes, Retro Convo for everybody at home. Anyways, Honey Badger uh, 79 asks, great. Um, uh, what is everybody's top three TV shows and why? Plus, second question, top three shittiest movies and why? Great podcast and keep it up. All right, let's go roundtable discussion. Top three TV shows. We'll go uh, Clockwork. All right, definitely Married with Children. Oh, nice. Married with Children. Fucking nice. The best of all time. Yeah. Um, I love. Uh, I love. Uh, I love The Office. Some people. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah. that's one of mine. Probably. The Office. Still, uh, Married with Children is the best, but Office comes in a close second, and then yeah. Simpsons. Not, oh, yeah. not so, you know, a little bit, not so much now. I still watch it, you know, nostalgia, yeah. but definitely the old episodes. I love that stuff. So so, that's my that's top a three. solid, solid list, right? Yeah, there. pretty good. Yeah. Minus G- the office, I still haven't seen the office. Jess, amazing. how about yourself? Well, I've seen the British one. I've seen the British ones, but I haven't seen the American ones. Just keep one. Jess, how about yourself? Top three uh, favorite shows. Definitely the office. Okay. Definitely, okay. that's my number one. Uh, the office, just because it's so lighthearted, and you can watch it on a bad day, and you could just, just kind of escape, and it's just so hilarious. Steve Carell, and plus, I'm gonna marry John Krasinski one day. That makes sense. You gotta kill sense. Emily Blunt, though. Yeah, yeah, she's. she's got I'll take Emily. I'll take Emily. There we go. There we go. You can take Emily. She's too good for him. He's too goofy looking. He's she's too good for him. I love the goofy. I love yeah. it. Um, that one and Nurse Jackie. I don't know. If oh, you like Nurse Jackie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showtime. Eddie Falco. Eddie Falco. I love Nurse Jackie. Um, third, I like Once Upon a Time. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just cute. Like when you're falling asleep, just get your mind off of whatever. Just focus on the story. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how about your favorite? Oh shit. Um, Simpsons, of course. Uh huh. Needless to say. You still like the new episodes? It's changing. You know That's why. You know, like, I know I've had this conversation with you. Yeah. You know, I used to hit on the new episodes, like, yeah. forever and never. That was, like, five months. come around, yeah. But um, when they had the, when they did the thing on FXX, you know, where they had every single Simpsons episode aired, you know, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. You know, I, I watched, you know, like, whenever I could, you know, when I wasn't working, when I was at home, you know. I watched all the old ones. Then even when the new ones came on, the ones that I was kind of, like, hating on, I would still watch those. And from the ones that I caught, it, like... Like, it, it turned it around, man. Really? Yeah, you they're know. Good, man. I'm telling you, they're good. Like, I was like, shit, this is some profound poetic shit. <laughs> like, that is almost sad. Not all of them are like that. Yeah. Some of them are still kind of like, eh, I could have done without this. But, yeah. you know, they, they definitely, you know, tapped into this part where I was like, man, I didn't think that they would ever get to a level where, you know, I'd be like, not bad. Shit, like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, Dad, did you take this one out? You know, like, because... Because, you know, like, when, you know, growing up, my dad would record the Simpsons oh, yeah. for us, you know, yeah. on VHS. But I, was I, like, th- I hey, think his Homer changed. For me, it was what Homer changed yeah, so much. He, he, like, he got started. stupider. He did, Like, yeah. he got stupider over time, you know? He, 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 he was, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up, so I really couldn't relate to you guys. They're the best. But, yeah, he, they taught me so much. Like, I can't, like, I still failed, but there were a couple of, you know, like, test questions where I was like, oh, I learned this on The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> I got that one right, but I still failed, but hey, it's about the uh, hey, bad. I got that one right. Not too bad at all. Um, for me, uh, for me, like, man, it's hard because I have so many favorite, but number one has to be, um, uh, the Little House on the Prairie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll try to do the best. Uh, no, it's a TV show first. Uh, I'll oh. try to do the best I can. Um, Rick and Morty, as far as cartoons, mm. that's my cartoon right now. Rick and Morty. 
uh, sitcom, Parks and Recreations. Parks and Recreations. I watched that one once I finished The Office. Yeah, you get. Uh, well, yeah, have you seen The Office? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I've seen both. Uh-huh. Is it better? Parks and Recreations? Way better. better than way that? better, in why? my opinion. Why? Why? And just, uh, I think Amy Poehler is a funnier. So just the comedy is funnier. I like Ricky Gervais. I like. I do like Ricky Gervais, but delivery wise, I think Amy Poehler is really, mm. really, really, really that's, better than Steve Carell. Next show to watch. So. I h- highly recommend. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then third, shit, man, Army Hammer. It's between Marion and Louis. As far as the two shows that I... Louis, really, the one with Louis Anderson? Yeah, no, no. no Louis no. C.K. Uh, Louis C.K., oh, Louis yeah. C.K., okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Louis Anderson is in a current sitcom called Baskets, and it's pretty funny. He plays uh, a mom, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> a fat mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny about Louis C.K. You think of Life of Louis, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was like, back in the day. Uh-huh. I was listening to uh, uh, Louis C.K., and uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago or two years ago, I listened to his thing... But they didn't think it was that funny. No? Like, I was thinking something different. I recently started listening to some stuff again. Just give him another shot. Yeah. And, like, I can see the humor now. It's, yeah. it's still not the top comic, you know? Yeah. I, like, I love Bill Burr. But I, I think Louis C.K., <laughs> especially that one TV show that he had. Or, like, not one say TV show, but just, I guess, it's on Netflix. It's yeah. It's like a... Louis, it, it's sitcom, Louis, whatever. Uh-huh. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty funny. Bill Burr's sitcom is on Netflix. Oh, I watched too, the whole fucking thing. Uh, just for family. Yeah, yeah me and the family. kids watched that. We just, me and Gwen just finished his last stand up last weekend, and uh, Bill Burr's stand up. I don't think there's anyone better he right was now. On fucking Long Beach, right? He, he was on Long Beach like was a he month here? ago. Okay, dude, someone, someone here. I'm like, fucking son of a bitch, I fucking missed it. He, but, yeah. he's so funny. I, I, one of my favorite stand ups. Him and Joey Diaz are probably my two best. <laughs> I didn't listen to Joey Diaz because I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Oh, he's and, on uh, all the time. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, Joey Diaz. Bill Burr does that one thing where if you go on YouTube, he does a he goes to a new city. And drives around for like an hour. Oh, uh, yeah. And just fucking talk. Oh, that thing's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, great question from El Cinco Seis Dos. This is our buddies uh, Rick and Eric from the uh, Spin, that Spin That Back podcast. They're good buddies of ours. I just uh, listened to the BVS one. Oh, uh, did you? They destroyed you. <laughs> they destroyed the fucking movie, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, I still yeah. got to watch it. I still yeah. got to watch it, man. Wait, did we answer the second part of that question, though? I thought there was a, that was like a two-question. Oh, you're absolutely oh, right. Wow. Thank you for being there. Yeah. Are you sober? Well, you're sober. Uh, second part, second part of Honey Badger 79's question is, um, what was it? Oh, sh- top three shittiest movies and why. Okay, so. I, I will tell you the movies that I fell asleep on. Okay. Um, the, the Jackal. I think it's the Jackal. I think it's with uh, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. That's no, with Val Kilmer, I think. Or the Jackal. Or the, the Saints. Movie? You're the thinking Saints. the Saints. Oh, okay. I fell asleep in that one. Scooby-Doo. I went to the <laughs> oh, theater shit. to go watch it. I fell asleep in that one. <laughs> and then the third one. Fucking son of a bitch. I don't know. I was so many yeah, of them. Yeah, it's hard. Three. Scooby-Doo 2. Scooby-Doo 2. There you go, man. Ubi, That's not good. Never Ubi. saw it, but I'm sure it's shitty. That's a hard list <laughs> to argue. But I got one. <laughs> Jess, how about you? Mine might might offend some people, uh-huh. but uh, Star Wars. How dare you? I Wait, know, no. Which, which, one? which one? Which one? Which episode? Which episode? Uh, I think it's the one that you're supposed to start at, where it's like episode four. Oh, A New Hope. I don't know. The old one, right? I, I don't or you know. mean like the new one? Uh, old one. Samuel was Samuel Jackson in any of it? I don't think so. It's Han Solo. It, Harrison Ford was anyone? The one that you're supposed to start off. It's a new it, hope. It's episode the main... one. Yeah. No, no. Episode four, a new hope. Okay. That, that was the first one that came it's out. You're supposed when, to start when the, the kids Phantom Menace. Dies and they, they get blown up. I don't. I couldn't okay. tell oh, you. Oh no, that's Phantom Menace. I tried Phantom to watch episode one. That one sucks. Yeah. yeah. Those first three. Yeah. 
That's Phantom Menace. That one does suck. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I really no one will disagree. Star Wars fans out there, but no, no. I, Star I Wars fans admit that that one sucks. That show was time. not good. Was the one you're talking about, Star Wars fans admit that was like what the fuck is going on. It's the first one you're the supposed Man to watch ass. to watch whatever story. Like, yeah. you start in the middle, and then I don't know. Yeah. Episode one, yeah. yeah uh, what's your third one? Third one would be probably Best Man Holiday or Best Holiday. 100% I agree with you. I don't. I, I saw I think, some of it. I think it's a Tyler Perry movie, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a Tyler movie. Bam. You're, you're not missing anything. It's horrible. You're not missing anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> Um, I know what happened. It's Tyler Perry. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. His movies are <laughs> fucking The third one, I would say bro. Napoleon Dynamite. Really? I couldn't, I couldn't uh, stand that one. It was just stupid. That wasn't that bad. I don't I hated it like the first time I saw it, but I don't know how I started watching it again, but now I'm like a huge fan of Napoleon. There's a couple maybe, movies Maybe like I just that. need to watch it again. There's a couple movies like the, the, the Austin Powers movie, the first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I saw it. I like Austin. Garbage. Reverse for me, by the way. Garbage. I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. I think it's garbage now. Now I can watch I think it's fucking hilarious. See, man. that's for It's history. fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Like, the jokes are... They don't hold up at all. Like, none of the humor... None oh, it's, of, like, it's what makes it wrong. It's, it's completely time. stupid. It's gonna die out eventually. Yeah. I remember specifically... I saw I saw it in theater when it came out. Like, this is fucking dumb. And then we... I saw it on the ship because, you know, they passed you know, yes, the movie and yes. shit. I'm like, it was kind of fucking funny. <laughs> but it's one of those movies I think you have to watch with people. Like, a group of people so you can kind of all react. Maybe, maybe. If you maybe. watch it by yourself, I'm like, yeah, it's not really... It's not yeah. really good, but yeah. That shit was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Love top three shittiest movies for you. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh yeah. One, two, and three. <laughs> that was so I never liked I, them. I, I fell asleep in every single one. I never liked any and I I forced myself to watch them because I'm a movie buff. Couldn't fuck it. Fuck yeah, these movies. Really that bad. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. like them. I didn't like them. You too, Sam? Uh, are those those uh, are different than the Harry Potter. That's oh yeah. Different world, right? oh, 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 I saw no, the first no, two. No, like, they're, they're I haven't like different. caught up, but, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, I don't know. I like to this day, same like I've tried to watch the first one, I don't know how many times, and I think I've watched it in, like, segments, but, so I've never watched it, you know, just, like, you know, in lineal, like, it's yeah. just, I just remember random parts. Wow. I've fallen asleep in the theater, and I never I fall asleep. Anybody that can be awake through that whole movie, I give them props, because that movie's fucking boring. No, but, oh, boy. like, I've seen long movies, but I don't fall asleep in it, but those were just, they just didn't do it for me. <laughs> Uh, for me, uh, it's Poplar One, Poplar Two. <laughs> if there is a Poplar Three, it's that one. Uh, the third one, I, it's some Adam Sandler movie, but for I real, Poplar One and Two are so fucking bad. I saw the first one. It's oh my god! Really I'm surprised bad, huh? you didn't say Medea. Uh, well, I, don't, I haven't watched those movies, so I can't say that. Uh, I won't watch them. I won't watch them. <laughs> but those Poplar movies, like I really wanted to, I wanted to kill myself just to be relieved of the pain. That it it was aggressively, offensively oh not God. funny, you know. As someone oh, like just the the I like Kevin so, James. Kevin James. Me too. Good, you know? I like not in this movie though. Yeah, I like King Queens. <laughs> I yeah. Okay. Uh, single say those. Back to this question. He asked if you had. Oh, I love this question. If you had to tag team, uh, that means have sex with Jessica, tag team Black Widow, aka Scarlett Johansson, with your, with either Thor or Captain America, who would you pick and why? Great question. I think it'd be fucking uh, probably Captain America because he seems like he could be a bitch every now and then. (laughs) He he could fuck myself, fuck him in his shield, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he'd be like a bitch. Oh, we shouldn't be disrespecting or shut the fuck up. Yeah. Where Thor would be more like uh, 
like yeah, this fucking pounder out or something. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't know, I don't know. I'm just thinking that way. So I, I agree with you completely, and I'm probably going against it for the exact same reasons, ironically. Yeah, like you know, he's like, oh yeah, you can't do two in the same hole, Captain America. I oh, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> we're, we're fucking Thor would be like, she's no, a lady. Let's do it. Like, let lady. me get with you, like my hammer. He'd be doing stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. He'd like my hammer, you know, some <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. Jess, how about you? No comments. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the Avengers, so I couldn't tell you. I don't That's know. why you couldn't tell us. Yeah. Love? Uh, like, what's the scenario? Like, tag team and what? Like, threesome. Three, just threesome. Oh, yeah. A frolicking threesome. Yeah. A drunk, ecstasy filled yeah. threesome. Yeah. I'll say Thor, because he, he'll get down and dirty. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. want to get down dirty? Yeah, he. He seems like he'd be about that life. See, I he'd be about that life. About that I, life. I, I, you know why I would pick Thor over Captain America because I feel like Scarlet Witch or excuse me, uh, Black Widow. Like it's easier to fall in love with Captain America because he's such a douchebag, nice guy. But Thor is like, oh, she knows, like, man, I'm just here for the deep dicking. Fuck it, you know. So like, I don't have to worry about her, her falling in love with him because she knows the game already. Captain America, he's the guy you could take home to your parents, you know. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good Kelly. So that's the I'm, I'm more threatened by him relationship wise than I am more by Thor. But you I'm know? not looking to marry someone that's fucking looking up, fucking ther- fuck a Avenger. So yeah, I'm like, I'll nail her. Like, it's okay, you can you can take it home. Booty call it a bitch. Yeah. Booty call this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's weird. Hey, buddy. <laughs> let's do it again. Avengers Age. Hey, if you're, if you're down, send a bowl of lightning. Hey. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Age of Boltron because I'm bulging. I don't know. <laughs> OMW. <laughs> Great questions. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, dude, we're hitting the three-hour mark. I want to thank our guests for coming. We're wrapping up soon. Mono, very much thank you very much for coming. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Jess. Yeah. Jess, thank you very much for your opinion and your thank input you on a lot of me. things. I hope uh, any of our uh, melee talks, specifically from him, came you know to give you advice on um, just joining the Navy in general or whatnot. Hopefully that helped you out. Uh, well, thanks. Once again, I'd like to thank our co-host, Lofi, uh, playing a harmonic over here. I was just trying to do some outro music. <laughs> I got you right now. Uh, this is a lot of fun, man. I appreciate it. We're going to get a little bit drunker now, and I'm going to have some trouble editing this on Sunday. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, all right. This has been Snooze and Booze bringing you cheers, beers. Uh, nope, wasn't fe- cheers, beers, mm-hmm. and better good fear. No, I fucked that up. <laughs> that the way Sorry, guys. That's it. Sorry, if you drink I ain't it. doing that again. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>